Yeah, what's wrong with the beer we got? It's for jugglers and jugglets. Listening to the best best friends podcast in the world. Who do you think you are? I am. Yo, welcome back, friends. It's your number one source for all things craft beer related. It's the internationally acclaimed Cindy Crawford approved podcast of hops, high fives and friendship. It's the best, best friends podcast in the world. I am your host weighing in at a stout 0.097 metric tons of fun. The beast of the East Christmas Maximus and your future president of these Great United States of America. Stomp. I'm surprised he didn't add anything this week. No. Nah. It was busy this week. Yeah, it was busy. I didn't have time to think about it. <laughs> and I'll be our other host here. You're a future secretary of hops. The Royers Ford Rattlesnake. It's Dan. All right. Well, we have a, uh, we have a special guest today. Um, and they say dreams... Don't come true. <laughs> um, this has been months in the work. Yeah. Was- um, all brought to you by our our good friend, good friend of the podcast, and uh probably our number two, number one listener, maybe. Yeah, I would say so. Um he's our he's also our our personal uh beer runner. Yeah, for this episode, he is our direct um, connection to this. Uh, yeah, our, <laughs> our buddy Zach Valco uh, brought this guest on to us, uh, and he brings us uh, this guy's delicious beer uh, pretty regularly. So, Zach, I think you've earned this. Yep. He's found it down, loaded up and trucking. Are we going to do what they say can't be done? Zach is our bandit. He is. <laughs> All right. So he is the brewer and owner of Aslan Beer Company in Alexandria, Virginia. It's Kai Leskovich. Les Scott Les I don't know. <laughs> I told you we should have just went with Kai, man. <laughs> it's totally perfect. <laughs> Thanks for coming on, Kai. Dude, it's my pleasure to be here, guys. So, um, we're going to be, we're going to be drinking a couple of Kai's beers here. Um, uh, but before we start, uh, I got to remember to tell you, uh, you guys got to subscribe, uh, rate and review our podcast. Uh, you know, do it subscriptions. Cool. If you want to do it, that's more for you. Uh, I don't really, I don't think that really goes into the algorithm for us. Not really. No. I think it's more so the ratings yeah. and the, um, you know, giving us a follow on the old uh, social media. But yes, definitely for the podcast, you know, su- subscribe so you know when the you know episodes drop. Um, but we want those ratings and reviews. five star party, boys. Five Let's do stars. five stars all around. Even if it's a bad, like if you just want to leave us a terrible review, just give us five stars and then trash us in the review section. Yeah. Because that's what I really want to read. Exactly. I've been waiting for like a nice paragraph of how bad we suck, but with five stars. Yeah. 
I, I like that five star party. Um, all right. So like I said, we're going to be drinking some Aslan beer tonight. Uh, so excited again, courtesy of our, our, our smoking the bandit, uh, uh, Zach Valco. Um, so, uh, what do we, how long ago did we try and get Kai on Kai? How, how's, how old's your, your youngest now? Cause we, we hit you up like right when, you, when right when the went, water broke. Yeah. yeah. Uh, she's like, well, what, what freaking month is it, dude? Uh, <laughs> wow, she's like five months old now. Yeah. So it's been, it's okay. been a minute. Yeah. Okay. I think it had to be, uh, around May and I was, I was going back in our email chain okay. of me, like starting with that first email, like, Hey man, I'm really a huge fan of Aslan beer. <laughs> if you know, if you want to come on, that'd be awesome. <laughs> <love> the podcast. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, we, we messaged Kai a couple months ago and, and he was like, you know, I, uh, we might have to wait on this. I just, uh, just had another kid. <laughs> We were like completely understandable, buddy. Yeah. As two dads over here, we're like, take your time, man. <laughs> yeah. So you we'll, guys are smart though. How many do you have? I think I have three now. We have one each. <laughs> yeah, one each right here, and we are already pulling our hair out. <laughs> we're, all, we're we've talked to multiple people with uh with several children. We're like, is is that what we're in for? Yeah. Oh, you're screwed. Oh man. <laughs> um. All right. So we'll, we'll get into more, we'll get into more dad talk a little later. Um, but I think we should crack into our, uh, our first Aslan beer here. Yeah. I think um, so too. I'm thirsty. And, uh, I'm going to talk about something that, uh, Kai probably, if, if he's like, uh, most brewers, he's probably going to hate what we're about to talk about. And that's untapped. Um, <laughs> that, that was a very telling sound. Uh, Untapped, uh, as we mentioned, Untapped is a uh, a cesspool of idiocy and uh, uh, non-education. But uh, it's a really great place to store, uh, you know, you, the beers that you've had. To have a little black book of beers. I was going to say, it's the little black book. Yeah. Um, other than that, uh, everybody on there is a gigantic idiot um, <laughs> who should never even type uh, words into a, a, a smartphone. They have no place reviewing beer, no. but Hey, that's why we're here too. <laughs> no, yeah. Uh, so you can, if you want to follow along with us and uh, listen to the, or follow the beers that we are currently drinking and drinking on every episode, uh, you can go on into our back catalog. We're on episode 37. Now I think we're caught up to what episode 15. <laughs> no, I'm, dude, I'm two episodes. I, I, know, Come I, on. I know, I know. I'm just it, it's hard logging all these beers, man. Yeah, it's a, I mean, we drink a lot. Yeah, it's a unheard yeah. of amount. Um, so Thanks, you can COVID. <laughs> you can uh, you can follow us on Untapped at Best Best Friends Pod. That's at Best Best Friends P O D. You're letting it go a little longer there. Yeah. The first POD drop always gets awkwardly long to see what, like we have to gauge our, <laughs> our guests like I reaction always, to a POD drop. <laughs> I always look at the guests. I'm like, are they, are they bobbing their head along with this as they should? <laughs> are they maintaining eye contact? <laughs> uh, are you familiar with POD Kai? Oh, of course, man. Okay. I'm a freaking eighties baby raised in the nineties skate culture. So that's a uh, 100% something that we listen oh, to. Oh man. All right. Cause we will be playing plenty of POD throughout. This, this is episode. my dude right here. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> All right. So, uh, the first beer that we're going to get into is DM DM it to my inbox. Uh, oh, word. by starting off the heavy boy. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to start with the heavy boy. Um, the next one we thought was going to, uh, be a quite a complex one here. So we wanted yeah. to start with something kind of, I would say, you know, heavy, but yeah, you know, a typical, I would say like, 
type of beer you see uh, right pretty often so. yeah okay but i'm really excited about this one um to talk about and yeah this is dm it to my inbox um yep by aslan it is a triple dry hopped double ipa mm-hmm it looks like here hopped with Citra, Amarillo, and Nelson. Incredibly smooth with notes of pine and subtle cin- uh, citrus. 8.5%, like I said. 3.98 average rating on Untapped. So Solid rating on solid Untapped. Solid rating, yeah. You ready to crack this bad But who cares about ratings because nobody on Untapped knows what they're talking about. Exactly. All right. Proper. Vi- <laughs> we, we even brought our proper glassware for, yeah, uh, for we the did. Untapped here. We, uh, we, yeah. We're... Yeah, we're shilling out real hard here. Yeah, yeah, we're fanboys. <laughs> yeah, I went down. I went down like a month or two ago, and I was like, I just scooped up a yeah. bunch of stuff. <laughs> I love the 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 pizza logo. It's the uh, it's it's the pizza that my wife calls a slice of watermelon every time I bring it out. <laughs> She's like, are you, "Are you drinking out your watermelon glass again?" I'm like, "It's pizza." Well, well it's but it's watermelon pizza. <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong, Kai, but that's watermelon pizza, correct? Uh. Yeah, it is. But I, I would be remiss if I didn't tell you guys it's pronounced a beats, a beats. Uh, oh. All my, all my family and homeboys back in New Haven would be shitting a brick if I didn't tell you it's a pronounced a beats, a beats, a beats. But a beats. we just say a pizza because it's easier and it's spelled with the fucking word pizza. And <laughs> and everyone comes in and asks for a pizza, right? Oh, totally, <laughs> totally. All right, so let's uh, Dan, let's dig into this beer. I'm gonna give you the can that I didn't drop on my foot. <laughs> okay. uh, if you, if you look at this one, it's had some, it had a, it had quite a trip coming here. <laughs> I did the classic like dad move where like the kid was in the room and I dropped it and I had to like, I, I started cursing just like the dad from Christmas story. It was just like the dog started running away. The cat started running away and I'm just sitting over there cursing in the corner. That's hilarious. Oh man, we lost this fucking video again. All right. Well, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Um, hey, do we get the curse in this? Because I love swearing. It's like definitely part of my. Oh yeah, form. no, we don't give a shit about any okay, kind perfect. of cursing. Oh yeah, no. Go ahead. Uh, <clears throat> so let's crack into these beers. Uh, or where we? I don't even remember where we left off. We're. I was talking about how we can curse now on the podcast. Oh yeah, yeah. Say whatever. Kai, 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 Kai was nervous for a second yeah. with using his cuss words, but we told him, you know, we're gonna be drinking an eight point five percent alcohol by volume beer. There might be some curse words. Yeah, yeah. it'll ha- it'll happen. <laughs> You got to get clarification. You guys are throwing POD up there and everyone knows you're a Christian metal band. And then you're all like, well, can I say shit on this thing? Or Some, what? You, know? you, you would be surprised how, how many people don't know that POD is a Christian metal band. Well, I mean, that's why my mind was blown. Like, OK, so Striper, they're a metal band from like the 80s, right? Yeah. That like kind of like set the thing for Christian metal. Then comes POD wine. in the 90s. And then you get As They Lay Dying in the 2000s. And then Tim Lambazes tries to murder his wife. And I'm like, oh, you're a Christian. That's weird. <laughs> ah, yes. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> oh, man. It totally ruined Austrian death machine for me. I was so mad. <laughs> I mean, as I dying, like started to sour for me. And then Austrian death machine was there as like that nice thing to comfort me. <laughs> nice. And, you know, some people would tell you that Switchfoot was a, a real big influence on all of those bands. <laughs> I, I wouldn't doubt that. I mean. <laughs> They're like the youth group of bands. Oh my God. <laughs> Do you remember seeing Switchfoot in Tennessee? Yeah. Yeah. That was yeah. weird. Yeah. That was yeah. real weird. That it was like right after Wyclef Jean too. Yeah. <laughs> Wyclef Jean. Jean. Uh, I, I'm a big fan of Wyclef, especially when he's featuring cannabis. Oh, it was, it was a school trip and we were in yeah. high school. Oh yeah. And it was like a cloud 
watching that. It was great. Yeah. We were getting, we were getting our nice little like 10th yeah. grade contact high. <laughs> yeah. Well, we were, yeah, yeah. Were we seniors or? Yeah, we were seniors. Were we, oh God, yeah. it's been so long. Yeah. And it was like, why club John? Then Switchfoot came on. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then and, Foo and Fighters. The, yeah. And then Foo Fighters. We went wow. for the, we went for the Switchfoot. We stayed for the Foo Fighters. <laughs> <laughs> Said nobody ever. <laughs> All um, right. You ready to crack these beers, yes, man? I, I am very ready for this. Feels weird not counting it down, but if you'd like to count it down. Yeah, three, it. two, one. Oh, oh yeah. A little unison. Dang. Sounds pretty good. Ooh. Yeah, this is a, uh, I, I really enjoyed this. Many thanks to uh, Zach Valco for bringing this one up. Um, I label shopped on this one, too, because the label was awesome. I, you know, that's exactly where I was going. Um, I'm we're notorious label shoppers. Uh, we've brought it up several times on the podcast. And if anyone's going to label shop, label shop Aslan. They're just every every label is an absolute banger. Yeah. Mike Van Hall does a fantastic job. Uh, like every, every little bit, like all, every part of this label is awesome up to the, I like the, your little Roman numeral banner banner that just says, K mm-hmm. thanks. Bye. <laughs> it's also my signature in my emails now. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah. Seeing this one online when uh, we got the word that um, Mr. Valco was coming up North, this was, this was number one on my list. Um, it's just also my type of beer and any, any, any label with gold foil on it. will I will buy it. <laughs> they could say it's a, it's a triple IPA dry hopped with goat piss. And I'd be like, Oh, you know, I'll try it. It's got gold foil. Yeah. It's got gold, <laughs> gold foil on it. Um, plus fucking. All right. Hey, God. that thing says your USB isn't plugged in. You guys yeah. fucking around with those USBs over there? Cut that <laughs> shit out. Yeah, uh, just liars. It's all. It's a whole app of lying. Um, yeah. All right. So, ready to cheers. Yeah, I am Let's ready to cheers. There you go, Slancha. I wasn't even going to try and pronounce the um, the way that we were trying to pronounce cheers before we started this. Oh, I love this beer. What kind of left eye? I should probably drink something. <laughs> yeah, drink along with us, man. What are you uh what are you drinking over there? I'm drinking our Mexican lager. Ooh. Esperante. Nice. Mexican lagers are kind of they're kind of hot right now. Yeah. They got a, at the end of the summer, they got a they got a little heat to them. <clears throat> I think lagers in general have been getting hot lately. That's what oh, I like yeah. to see. People are uh, you know, they're getting out of the haze craze yeah. with uh with the IPAs. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't know how you feel about it, uh, Kai, but, uh, you know, I'm, I'm all, and it's probably not the proper beer to talk about this cause this is uh orange juice, but, um, uh, down with the haze, down with the haze. Oh, you're over haze. I've done been over haze. Oh, Dan's still weird. riding the haze wave, but oh yeah, I'll still ride it. I enjoy it. Yeah. Dan's Dan's a ride or die with that, which yeah. I can appreciate. I'm, uh, a, I'm an A1 from day one. So yeah. <laughs> He's been pushing haze on me forever. Oh, I'm a, yeah. I'm a crispy boy. I like, I like my pilsners. I like, uh, I, I had your, your delicious Dgens. Uh, oh, nice. Um, I enjoyed that facts. Oh yeah, the that New Zealand was pilsner was awesome. spectacular. Dude, that thing fucks. Yeah, yeah, that's a good beer. And I'll drink any, I'll drink any beer that has a Letter Kenny reference in it. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> I, uh, small, small town in Ontario. Oh yeah, that was that was a a prime buy for me when I saw that. 
you guys have been uh, you guys have been coming up north lately in the uh, distributors as well. Yeah, uh, Serene's our distributor for uh, that side of Philadelphia, or yeah, Philadelphia County, Chester County, Delco. I don't think they have Burks yet, but most of Pennsylvania. And then we're out in Allegheny County with uh, Steel City. So okay, oh, if you're in cool. Pittsburgh, you can nice. you can find us once in a while. Nice, yeah, we're a uh, we're a, a, a Kundabev. Yeah, yeah, we uh, we frequent uh, Kunda Beverage out in uh, King of Prussia, and that's kind of where I've been seeing when I first saw them start to carry your beers. I haven't had one of your beers since like 2018 when I first went to Virginia. Pew pew pew. Yeah, pew 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 and Grove Stand nice. were my two pickups on that. I uh, actually it was a skateboarding trip too, which is yeah. funny that you were talking about skate culture. Like we uh, we went camping down there at uh, Lake Fairfax with the skate park. Yeah. So camping in a skate park. And then my buddy was like, you know, he saw me down there. He's like, yo, you have to check out this place called Aslan. I was like, all right, I'm down. Went over, it was like five minutes down the road. And, uh, and here we it's, are. It's been love ever since. It's been pew, love pew, ever pew. Since. And then we, we found out that they were in, uh, Dan found out that they were in Kundabev and brought me some laser Raptors. Yeah. Laser Raptors. We had a uh, small town in Ontario. You mentioned, mm-hmm. um, and that's facts, I think was a, uh, was that a Kundabai or was that from? Uh, no, that was a, that was a Valco. That was Valco. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think after, uh, I think after Valco started uh, putting us on his mailing list for those beers, yeah. we, uh, we stopped, we stopped uh, frequenting Kunda. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's get in. Let's talk about this beer a little bit. All right, let's do it. Triple dry hopped. Yeah. It's super citrusy on the nose. Definitely. It drinks really nice. It's like, it's, it's a, like a really bright, uh, double IPA. Oh, definitely. Um, smooth right in the description. So yeah, super, uh, not, not really, uh, hop forward. I would say it's not it's like, not super bitter. Um, uh, trying to see bit- Citra, Amarillo, Nelson. Do you use the Amarillo and Nelson as the bittering hops? So we use every one of our dry hops is also part of our bittering element. Okay. So we do, we do a lot of whirlpool additions with our products. Um, and the objective there is to, to extract, some more of the higher alpha acids and get a little bit more of the acid content. Which I enjoy. I love yeah. like just a little bit of bitter and like that, just a little bit of like dankness to this mm-hmm. beer, which um, I think that's the thing that kind of brought me to the haze craze is just, yeah, the and dank. It, yeah. And if you're not, uh, if you're not watching, uh, you know, a video that if we put out the a video, uh, hopefully we put out, yeah, we'll put, I mean, we'll put out a video, but if this isn't in the clip, Go, uh, Jesus Christ, we're frozen again. So I don't know if we're going to put out a video. Yeah, um, we're just going to keep it going. <laughs> um, <That> sucks. <laughs> yeah, it sucks pretty hard. Um, we finally get Aslan on there. Our webcam freezes twice. Yeah, I'm going to. Yeah, you know what? This just means you have to do a follow up where you like show up at the brewery and like go around the back and talk to other more important people than me. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like, like fun shit. Um, yeah, I saw you did like kind of some bios of, uh, you know, kind of like the meet the brewer kind of thing on your uh, social media, mm-hmm. which was really cool for me to like kind of get to know like some of the background. Um, I saw you had somebody who had like wine experience or something. Oh yeah. Elise. She's yeah. actually, um, a PA homegirl too. She's, uh, she's from Gettysburg, right? Yeah. Gettysburg. That's right. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I totally stalked the page and just like memorized everyone's bios for this. <laughs> I was like, she was a wine person from, I believe it was Gettysburg. <laughs> yeah. We could talk about all that kind of fun stuff. We're expanding the business beyond beer. So, um, she's integral to that. Oh, nice. Um, going that, I, I mean, you guys do have like some like wines, don't you? 
Yeah. Like so further down got, on the uh, list when I go down on the online store, I saw some. Yeah, we, we've been doing wine hybrids with our beers. So like basically 51% beer, 49% wine for for a while now, mostly because we just like fooling around with grapes and carbonic maceration. Um, and it gives us a real good opportunity to kind of like uh, blend the two things and kind of play towards the wine side a little bit more. Um, well, I mean, like the one thing that's true about Asin's portfolio, whether it's you're talking about the hazy triple and double dry hop fun stuff or like all the way down to our fooder age things is we're trying to find a product for everybody. Um, we don't want to like, you know, here, this is the easiest way to say it. Like when I used to go and drag my girlfriend, fiance, and now wife out to breweries, um, she would sit there and watch me drink a couple beers and like, you know, like just have a good time talking about yeah. hops if being a total beer nerd. Um, started reflecting on that a little bit. It's not fair. There should be something there for her to do. And it can't always be a sour and it's not always going to be like a sweet stout or something, but there should be something that she's interested in. And, you know, as we're opening the brewery, we see that a lot. A lot of bros are rolling in, bringing their girls along or their significant others. And they're not as into hoppy, hazy yeah. beers as that as that neck beard is. So um, <laughs> trying oh, to help man. them out a little bit. You know? I would totally have that neck beard if I could grow facial hair. But I am that guy who <laughs> drug my wife to like every brewery until she I mean, now she's got a budding like social media presence in craft beer now because she's doing like all the pictures and stuff like that. But yeah, well, I was that guy who we've drug. talked about that. She yeah. it's also helps that she's female. So, uh, you know, hey, no pictures of her, though. Just no beer. But um, yeah, I mean, she is all about it. But there were those times when we first started dating that I was dragging her to every brewery. I was getting a flight and she was just like, I, I don't know what I want to get. So and but that's kind of cool that you touched on, you know, a beer for everybody, because um, that's actually I got my buddy turned on to Aslan because you guys had a Hellas lager on there and like he's kind of into like the hazy ipas he tries them but like when he saw there was a hellas he was i told him i'm like hey i'm I'm running up to uh, aslan we were camping he goes yeah give me that hellas i really want to get that and like a lot of people who aren't into like these hazies and you know sours and stuff like that having beers like the uh, dgens and having beers like the hellas are you know that that speaks to your kind of you know beer for everybody yeah Thank you. Yeah. The hell is the much ado is like, is fantastic. Um, it used to have like a very new metal label to it and it just didn't work for, um, our marketing campaign. Oh and my so- God. You need to find another, another beer to put a new, new metal label. To on. be honest, the guy, the guy who ordered that beer would have lost it. It had a new metal. It was like a black background and it had like, uh, like yellow lightning firebolts, like all over it. It was, it was sick. It looked like almost like if you took a hate breed album and like put it on steroids or something like that. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. It was really tight. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's, that's kind of cool that you guys are, you know, having that kind of, uh, I guess, credo, a beer for everybody and now, you know, expanding more into the wine section. So instead of doing kind of the, uh, half and half or like, you know, partial wine beer, are you guys going like full wine now? Uh, yeah. So, um, I know, we're detracting from the, the beer review you guys are trying to do here, but um, we're doing beer. We do cool shipping and sours. We do um, mix firm on most of our sour beers. We have um, the spirits barrel stuff like so all the barrel aged things. And yeah. that's just basically the brewing side. Now we have um, cider, mead and wine and then hybrids of all those things. We've also kind of dipped our toes into Perry and we've been playing around with a little bit of fruit wine as well. Um, yeah, I but, saw some of the 
like fruit wine and everything kind of uh, like on like, yeah, what you had available. It seemed interesting. Right. Yeah, no, it's, it's fun. Um, we've seen a lot of success with, um, like I said, carbonic macerations and things with, you know, these whole fruits. So we just, whatever we can throw into a, a tank and just get decent expression of fruit flavors from, we kind of, kind of build a product off of that, you know? Every time I hear carbonic masturbation, I feel, I feel so dirty hearing it. <laughs> I feel so dirty saying it. You should. <laughs> Name of the episode. Yeah. Carbonic masturbation. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or it's going to be carbonic <laughs> masturbation. <laughs> we'll see. What, we'll see how it goes. We'll oh, see. Yeah, we'll yeah, see. Yeah, we'll I, see I, what I the episode takes feel. us. <laughs> uh, um, so you want to go back to this beer? Yeah. Yeah. Tom, tell us more about this beer. <laughs> um, Tom, bring me back. I digress. No, I'm, I'm really enjoying it. Um, so what, what goes into the, the thought of, or the process of, uh, triple dry hopping, or, well, I guess triple dry hopping versus double dry hopping. I, Which I never, is like I, everybody's doing the DDH, but I, I never understand it. Are you dry hopping it twice or are you doing it with two hops or three? Yeah, hops? I mean, I, I, you guys probably can't see the video anymore, but like the faces I'm making just strictly because like that has always been the argument for as long as we've been in the industry, you know, five years now, um, this double, double dry hop mean you put in twice the amount of hops as a regular single version recipe of that beer, or does it mean you just put hops into it twice throughout the process? Um, and then, you know, this argument then expands into triple and quadruple dry hopping. Um, Plenty of brewers will tell you, like, first off, like most of this stuff is just bullshit and like, really <laughs> <laughs> it's marketing. Um, but uh, other guys will tell you, like, you know, there's there's some science to it, like mid fermentation hopping might be considered one stage of dry hopping. And that has been proved proven to have um, extractions for oils and effects on um, flavor compounds that are in the beers. And then late fermentation dry hopping is like things that are happening after your harvest of your yeast. Um, has a yeah. completely different effect than any other timing. So, um, for us, we're, we're doing a combination of those kinds of things. We're saying triple dry hopping. Like, so that one would have like DM has a fermentation addition, plus it has, um, a two X volume addition of hops in, in the in conditioning the stage, which is after we do our harvest. Okay. Um, or in this case, we clean out the tank is if you're doing a mid fermentation dry hop of a beer it, it basically ruins your yeast harvest unless you have a really good washing program okay. and we're lazy as fuck so we don't have that <laughs> <laughs> just throw it out <laughs> um <clears throat> well i mean i guess that that answers some, yeah it answers uh, I guess. <laughs> yeah sorry i have a i have a problem with talking no 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 I, I, and it's not that it's just like there is no and, and i think we're kind of we're kind of getting this gist from just talking to multiple brewers it's just like everything's bullshit nothing makes sense <laughs> yeah yeah no it feels that way but there are definitely um staunch defenders of even the positions that people are like that's just bullshit there's plenty of players um, and I like to divide brewing up into like varsity and junior varsity because it, it like gives you an idea of like there are guys who are in the varsity level that are absolutely held up on a pedestal by like the elitist beer nerds, the guys who think on tap is like live or die and <laughs> that they're totally whores for beer trading. And these breweries are infallible. They always make the best products, whatever that may be. Um, tired and then, then there's guys who are junior varsity that kind of like would love to be varsity because of the respect and admiration that comes with it. And then the possibility of equitizing those things. Right. Um, and then there's the old guard, which is everyone who can't classify as a modern 
um, diehard tradable, like white wheel brewery, but has the experience of 20, 30 years of craft brewing and the knowledge and ability to prove that the things that everyone in varsity and junior varsity is doing isn't just a crapshoot. There's actually some fucking science to it. Um, and there's like plenty of stuff with the, the science and technology departments, whether that's, you know, um, pick, pick one of the major craft brewers, right? Whether it's Sierra Nevada, New Belgium, New Holland, one of those guys, they, they've got the people in their labs doing this stuff and telling you, um, like it's happening because of these factors, X, yeah. Y, and Z. They're right? explaining and, the uh, exact science to it because yeah, exactly. they and, have and that the other staffing. Are like, ah, yeah. We don't yeah. fucking know. We're just mixing <laughs> shit, you know? <laughs> Throw the wall, see what sticks. So who would you, would, would you put that like as the old guard you would say is like a, like that, there's that same group, like the Sierra Nevada, the, you know, you have like Ballast Point, New Belgium, New Belgium. Yeah. I like the old yeah. guy. That's a good way of putting no, it. No, I mean, I'm not, I don't want to classify anybody that, you know, in particularly, but like there are plenty of breweries that have to do what most companies that age do is rebrand, remarket and build themselves. Those breweries that whomever would label who and put them where um, are fantastic. And like they, they're, they're the impetus for whatever's happening right now. Like the, the one, the idea of creativity and ingenuity and not being a macro brand like the ABM Bev or Miller Coors Molson houses um, has what is what pushed those guys to like be who they are. And then that yeah. kind of created the foundation for how, these um, breweries that we're involved in have then, you know, fluctuated off the fam family trees as like things go along. So, I mean, if anything, neckbeards and beer nerds that are white whaling people out there, um, whether Asins included that or not, <laughs> should be thanking those guys. Should be thanking people like, you know, who, whoever, so uh, Larry Bell and Ken Grossman. You get the, you get like the, the people that will scoff at like a, like a Sam Adams or like a dogfish head, but it's like, you know, beer on the East coast really wouldn't, they, they wouldn't exist today. without those. No, I completely guys. agree with that. Um, and, and the best part about people like, um, like Sam Adams is they'll, they own it. They're like, yeah, we're airport beer. Like you've, I've heard that in so many, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I, I'm, I guarantee you guys have heard that in podcasts before they, they recognize that they make a very good product and people know it's a go-to. So when you're sitting down at airport and your choices are Miller Bud Coors or Sam Adams, like people are going to buy the Sam Adams because they know it's fucking good beer. Right. And we, we've talked about like, I think we've talked to, to Ethan about uh, like the, Consistency too. The, um, the the difficulty that goes into creating and producing a beer that you can put out on a consistent level that you're going to yeah. pick up it. You're going to pick up a Boston lager and know it's going to taste the same every single time you drink it. Like yeah. it, it's an insane thing that goes into that. I mean, it, it definitely says something when like uh, the number one supplier of technical equipment, Anton Parr, tells you you should run your calibrations with Budweiser or Bud Light because it is that exact that you are going to guarantee that it's a calibratable piece of 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 food product like you know what i mean you're talking about a beverage made by a it's massive a, supplier you can it's like a control yeah it's right. like in science like it's it's the one it's a constant it's the uh, it's yeah the absolutely yeah. You can that's exactly against. what it is yeah. that's mind-blowing like and and people who can't respect that or understand like what it takes to get there um are probably missing the point you know what i mean or, or at least a portion of the conversation yeah i mean in in Guys don't look into like the, you know, the people, the neck beards, as you call them. Uh, love it. Lovingly, they don't, though. What's that? <laughs> lovingly. I lovingly yeah. <laughs> call them the neck beards. But they, they, they don't like look into, you know, uh, what was it? I don't, I forget the, the guy, the owner of Sam Adams, but like what he's Tim done. Bush. 
What's that? Jim Coke. Yeah. What he's done for craft beer, you know, when there's the, the hop shortage, uh, you know, way back, you know, uh, I don't know, a decade ago, you know, mm-hmm. he was taking hops from his brewery and giving them out to, if you, he was telling people like, if you need hops, come to me, I'll give them to you. Yeah. You know, and the same thing with, uh, with, uh, dogfish. It's like, they're just like innovators and they're the kind of, they're the kind of brewery that is like a, a pay it forward kind of brewery. Like they'll help out anybody from, and, and this is the, you know, just the, um, you know, the, the sense that I got from people that I've talked to is like, they're, you know, they're willing to go out of their way to help uh, another craft brewer uh, whenever Absolutely. they're in trouble. Yeah. I mean, dogfish will always have a special place in my heart. That was like my first, that was my first IPA. And that, that, and that, that started my, it for me. Yeah. I mean, it, that's like nice. most people that you talk to around here. It's like, how did you get into craft beer? It's dogfish head. Yeah. 60 minute, 90 minute, one twenty. Yeah. Just yeah. Uh, just a bar back uh, through college, man. Just in my last, my last beer of the night was, you know, always 60 minute, yep. 90 minute. And one twenty came out and blew my mind. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's, that's so true. Um, I don't know. So, and then again, to just reiterate some of the, terminology here like old guard can also be derogatory right there are definitely people who stand around and say um well hazy beer is bad beer right um i i don't align with those thoughts there are definitely some really bad hazy beers out there um and there are some people who definitely don't understand the science or don't understand what's happening when they're making hazy beers or why their beers are hazy um and that leads to a quality issue but um that doesn't mean that it's bad beer. There's a lot of technical aspects that I do believe, like, again, some of those people yeah. um, have the science departments that support that. I mean, there's a reason why, like, for example, Voodoo Ranger has gone hazier or um, who does all day haze or whatever it is now. Like it's all, like, all day IPA. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh, I mean, founders so founders did. Yeah. Founders. Do yeah. they do an all day haze now? Somebody does a, a, a mass produced haze beer. Oh, uh, Mind Haze is uh, one well, of them. They do now. that. And Bell, Bell's now has a, uh, Oh, I just had it today. They're, they Bell's now has a hazy IPA. Oh, wow. Um, I mean, and, and I guess it's because of the, obviously the popularity and plus, sure. you know, the, the marketing behind it. Yeah. You but throw it, haze on we, a can. We've talked to, we've talked to people before. It was like, haze used to be a bad thing. Like they, people mm-hmm. spent a, a quarter of a million dollars on a centrifuge to get their, their beers clear Well, to keep haze out. And well, here- I don't want to interrupt you, but okay. here's where that's bullshit. People have been making Hefeweizens for fucking hundreds of years. And those there beers have always been fucking hazy. And the reason that, you know, Crystal Vice exists is because some asshole did invent like a fucking filter and they, they filtered their <laughs> Hefeweizen. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that, that's probably not the truth of that, but the, you know what I mean? Like there's some, there's some truth probably in that and and when brewers are you know these brewers that were like you know of the the 90s craft boom are telling you you know beer shouldn't be hazy well, where the fuck did they get off telling you that like again hefeweizen is the number one thing and and bell's oberon is a fantastic argument for why hazy beers are a commercially successful product that's an amazing fucking beer and it's like yeah. their number one beer for however long they've been brewing it you know what i mean the, it's uh, built uh, their brand the problem the problem with hazy beers is not rooted in the beer it's rooted in the people that um will only drink beer because it's hazy or will We'll trash any beer that isn't hazy because it's not hazy. Yeah. Yeah. But that's the, that's the problem with, 
that's a problem with consumership in general is like why we're talking about how untapped sucks or like <laughs> every local uh, brewery near you guys. And I'm sure maybe Ethan at Stickman has his problem or Tired Hands probably has a fan page in the same way that we do. And it's listed as their fans or their enthusiasts or, or threat or friends of this brewery. And all they do is fucking shit on you. All they do is kick you when you're down or, or, or remind you that you're trash and you know what I mean? And, it's, and because you're not brewing the exact positive. beer that they want every single time. Yeah. Or, or in our case, uh, we add quality control and consistency measures and we're using science to, to prove that our beers one have improved over the five years that we're brewing them, but are actually repeating themselves at least in the last 18 months that we've been brewing them. And the consumer's perception of those products is just wildly different than they were. So therefore we're wrong. Um, and, and, and like that blowback, it, it's just, it's mind blowing. It's just, it's, it's not even worth the conversation. Yeah. Even Ethan not. talked about it too. Uh, I mean, we've talked about this ad nauseum, ad nauseum, um, with, uh, Ethan's, uh, sensible portions, uh, double dry hopped IPA. He, uh, did a new recipe, I think in May or June, where it wasn't a hazy anymore. You know, he did one without yeah. lactose, you know, tried a different experiment with it. And he tried it a different yeast strain too. Yeah. And he, what he was trying to do was, you know, he didn't want to use lactose anymore. Right. He just yeah. wanted, he wanted to try something different and the blowback on untapped and just people shitting on it. It was yeah. a delicious beer. I mean, I, I, I scooped it up immediately only because obviously it was right after Ethan was on the show. So I was fanboying out anyway. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, I grabbed it and I was like, this is a great beer. And then you go on untapped and people are shitting on it. And like a month or two yeah. ago, he puts it back out as the old recipe with the hazy. And you know, it went back up to an average 4.09 on untapped with yeah. like over 700 ratings. So which it, it would be the, it would be the best kicker on that is he didn't fucking change anything from the experimental one to the new one. He just told everyone it was different and they changed their mind about it. You well, know, those people were pouring it out and they're like, it's not as hazy as I thought it was going to be 1.5. Yeah. yeah okay. it, it, that That's so where like, the jokes it, it's like, it, it's just stupid. Like if you can't take, if you think that you can't take a picture with a beer because it's not hazy, uh, just stop drinking beer, dude. All right. So I, I have to give it the other half on this one. They do a fantastic job with their marketing. They've never taken a picture of a release beer with the actual beer. They put the beer can in the right. label in there. So they don't even set expectations ahead of time for the consumers. Like it should look like this. And, and then if they ever repeat that product, nobody has an image to go back on and be like, well, this one looks different than the last one. It would just be the consumer shitty pictures. And that's defensible. You can go like, oh, it's yeah. lighting or that idiot has their flash on or, or whatever it may be. Right. That was that's my genius. inspiration with our podcast pictures. Uh, like back in the day, I just wanted to take pictures of the cans and yeah. Like we started trying to take pictures of the beers poured out. And then I saw other other half like never does that. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to do the can art with the podcast studio in the background. And just that's going to be the picture. You have to figure out if it's hazy or not. Like, I don't. Yep. Yeah. Like let the consumer like, you know, dictate we, that. And and we have made a point that we rate beer based on the beer. We don't it's not a, it's not a based on their how photogenic they are. It's it, we're. We're an audio medium, so you're not seeing the beer that we're drinking. We're just we're drinking beer and we're telling you how it tastes. And that's yeah, you know, no, that's fantastic. I mean, a technically, I mean, I would say that's how beer is supposed to be enjoyed. But, you know, it's it's just not that that way with the with the groom and everything with the groom, well, the groom from from your guys perspectives. It must be hard to hear, um, like you're saying, brewers complain ad nauseum about these kind of frustrations. Well, I think the consumers forget, and maybe you guys are a little more in tune to this, is that these 
breweries are also businesses. So they're looking make for money. like, you know, maybe not just like to crush it and like make money, but they're, they're trying to get by. They're trying to give their brewers more than $12 an this hour was, or whatever that be, and, right? And this Keep was their a, employees. Yeah. Yeah. And this is a big hey. thing. I, and it's one thing that really stuck in my mind. And I'm, I'm going to go back to it again. When we talked to Ethan from Stickman, because we were, we asked him to pick out two beers, you know, whatever style he wanted to do on the podcast. And he picked out two loggers and we were kind of blown <laughs> away. We were like, dude, your, your IPA game is out of control. And we thought he's like, that was the style he was going to choose. And he kind of went like, I don't like IPAs. I make them because that's what people buy. And I have a business oh, yeah. to run. So it's like, I, it, I was, I never really thought about it. Like, it really it, turned you around because you were like, you were instantly influenced with it. Like, Oh yeah. But it, but it, it, it always stuck in my mind. It's like, Oh yeah, these are businesses. They have employees. Like yeah. you have to, you can't every, every brewery can't just be a passion project. It's just all, you know, you have to brew beer. That's going to sell. I, I completely agree with this, the, the sentiment and, and it's true, but like, think back here for a second when you guys are talking about Ethan changed yeast and like got rid of lactose and things like that. Some of those things are one experimental to change the beer and test new products. And the other side is like, it's economy of scale, right? He's trying to save money. He's trying to change things. He's trying to figure out what's the easier way to get more of something for less or um, whatever. Right. I'm, I'm saying, I'm not saying that's his motive for that specifically, but it, it could be that. We, we've had those hiccups. We've changed yeast because it's less expensive and we've changed hops or grain because we could buy more of it in bulk and therefore it would save us money. But then it changes the color and it's less hazy or there's less protein value. So there's all those give and takes and you got to find out like where that, where that's at. Those yeah. kinds of trials, those kinds of changes are according to consumers unforgivable. And like, that's what's unfortunate because even the big boys are doing this. Like everybody is making these changes. People have different budgets. People have different abilities to make those trials and not tell you that they're trials. Um, the little guys, the smaller breweries don't, they've, they've got to find a way, um, to to get that savings in the glass. You know, I I don't know how to explain that any more different than maybe even just continuing to mutter for no reason. No, no, (laughs) this is great. I I mean, this is, uh, well, this is why we have people like you on the podcast because we want that background and we, yeah, we want to get, we want to get more towards like a a beer education. Like we want to get our, our listeners to understand where breweries come from. Like what, what, what their thought process is behind releasing beers, certain beers and like what they do. And it's mm. and we it, want them to listen to POD at least four well, times and yeah, <laughs> minimum four times at it up. minimum. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, like I, I'm sure most people are like me when I just thought of brewers. Like every brewer is just like a home brewer where they're just doing like they're brewing beer to be experimental and like nice try and like make like a <laughs> make like a like beers that uh, they want to be creative with. And it's like, you never really think of the business side of it. Yeah. It's oh, still, yeah. yeah. At the end of the day, like it's, it is, it's still a business. Right. No, there's definitely those guys out there. There are definitely like diehard enthusiasts. This is for the passion. This is for the, you know, whatever the craft element. And not that that doesn't exist with me or with Aslan. That definitely does. We invest a lot of money into our personal passions, but we also, are looking at like what our consumers are passionate about and we're investing a lot of time and energy into what it is that 
they think they want but I, or I, that they constantly tell us that they want. You I know think what that, I, mean? I think that's one of the things that really draws me to your brewery is that it, it, you're the kind of brewery that I appreciate because you have such a wide catalog of styles of beer. That's what we were saying. You're something not, for everybody. Right. You're not getting pigeonholed yeah. into, you know, you have uh, breweries that will you, you go on their, their webpage to, or, you know, to order beer. And it's like, you can have this hazy or this hazy or, <laughs> or this hazy with fruit or this or just nine different smoothie sours. Uh, I'm totally going to that website. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the worst thing in the world. Uh, so I'm, I'm running for president of the United States of America. And I, my first act as when I get, when I do get elected, because I will get elected, um, and, you know, I, I, I'm trying to get on these debates. They, you get, you got the two guys out here and they're just big pussies. They don't want to, they don't want to confront me. They don't want to go after the real issues. No, but I, like, because, I, I go ahead, Dan. I was going to say like, you know, smoothies. Out. Yeah. Smoothies. Out. Um, so, so when, when my, uh, when I get in office and is, so my vice president is a glass of Pilsner, um, because there's nothing to hide, nothing to hide. Um, can't hide anything with a, with a Pilsner. Um, Makes sense. So uh, when, my first act, when that, once I get sweared in, uh, anyone who does any brewery that does a smoothie sour is getting firebombed. Mm. Yeah. Like wow. he is not playing around. Like I, as a secretary of hops over here, I'd like to be a little bit more of a delegate. Um, but as the secretary I, I of I, hops, the, you shouldn't you be against a beer that is the exact opposite of hops? I am. But, you know, there are some of those breweries that make a solid IPA. I don't want them firebombed. Maybe just stop the whole smoothie sour. Craze. So you know, maybe I'm tired I'm, of I'm tired of my glasses being stained because my wife wanted to try a smoothie sour. Okay? You're, ti- you're tired of <laughs> beers potentially exploding. Um, that's domestic terrorism. Yeah. Um, They're like mailing IEDs to people. <laughs> Dan, I, I, you've, 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 uh, you've softened me up a little bit here. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to say, uh, they'll have 30 days, 30 days, 30 days to cease production of that. God awful drink. That is not a, really a beer. That they're calling a beer. It's, it's false advertising. It's a naked smoothie with malt liquor in it. I might go as far as to say it's fake news. It's fake news. Fake news. Uh, smoothie sours might be from China. Um, you don't know. We don't know. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, but stop it. Just stop it. Uh, do better sours. The sours are a, a, a very good style of beer and you're sullying their name. That's not beer. It's junk. It's juice. It's garbage. Stop it. All right, back I mean, to our regular I would schedule. Love to know the background of this conversation. Like, I what, hate who, who's imprint sure imprint. Did you drink that imprint <laughs> imprint beer <laughs> imprint in Pottstown and Hatfield? They put out. He fucking, has no problem hiding it. They put out eight hundred. They call them smoogies. They put out eight hundred smoothie sours, and then they're like, "Here's an IPA." Like they'll slide it under, and Dan Dan goes nuts over the IPAs. Now. I love their IPAs. Yeah, is, I, I'm a fanboy. I like their. They're IPAs. not bad. The Galactic Syringe was good. Yeah. Um, good beers, but uh, but those smoothies, Jesus Christ, what are those? They put it, and they just blast Instagram with, "We're putting out a grape cola smoothie." I'm like, it does grape and cola don't belong in beer. Bananas, bananas uh, Foster with marshmallow Jesus smoothie. Jesus Christ. It's just all. And then if you look at, I know you're on Instagram. I know uh, I've seen your page. So you, you've, he reacted to our post already. You, you know, you're maybe you, you've him. seen Somebody him out there. All, all of like the, the cool, and you can't see our video, but I'm doing air quotes, the cool breweries. Uh, they all do fucking smoothie, smoothie sours and it's just junk. It's garbage. It's, I, it's, it's all. I from, think there's a, there's, there's a lane for it. 
people there are people interested in it but like how many adjuncts can you really put in a freaking beer i really think that wilford brimley is all behind this uh smoothie sour thing it's just <laughs> liberty all, medical yeah it's all liberty medical is behind it for the diabetes medication yeah they're all trying to get, <laughs> get beer drinkers to all get diabetes um, listen i i think i i i definitely agree with you in some parts but at the same time I think it's all about the execution. Like, I mean, we could, you guys could get a perfectly good smoothie sour beer. There's no, that's no such thing. Fake, fake news. Juice. Fake news. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. We we had a. Uh, I mean, Dan was, Dan drank one. I, well, the smoothie, yeah, but we did have a smoothie sour from a place actually in the same state as this gentleman, and we actually gave it a five. <laughs> That wasn't that is that is considered a smoothie sour? It's definitely a smoothie sour. It's three scoops it's three scoops of smoothie sour. I all right, so I don't know how much you guys really know about the answer or in in this case those ondels. Um they're not it's not even his beer. Some of it's not even actually answer beer. Um on the owner of the restaurant does a fantastic job and has a culinary nose to like actually take other people's beers. Like in most cases, I think it's Anderson Valley's goes mm-hmm. and, um, fill up an adjunct keg by himself or with the help of his staff and just knows how to Randall stuff really, really well. So I'm not quite sure about three scoops specifically. Um, but it may actually just be like Randall ice cream through somebody else's beer, mm. um, which gives it like, you know, this fantastic flavor. That's, I don't think that's a surprise. I think a lot of people have known that for a minute now. Yeah. Um, I was going to say our first, like when we first steered the podcast into craft beer, we had, um, I don't remember that. I I, I remember it being very thick and very, like very juicy, super juicy. Yeah. It's fucking dumb. It's really good. Like, I, (laughs) yeah. Like, yeah. We gave it a, we gave it a five. Jesus Christ. We were like, this is a a five. We were, we were young and dumb and full of smoothie sour. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Dude, he, he used to have some really good, like, um, whether it was like Mounds candy bars or Snickers or something like that, like through a stout. And it was, it was dope. It was just like, like you're saying, diabetes in a can. It was good. (laughs) You know? All right. We're, we're almost out of this beer. So we're going to, we're going to give it a quick rating. Um, I like that we took some time on it though, because I like when my, when my hazy boy gets, um, room temp, a little more room temp. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I mean, I feel, I, I, I don't know about you, Dan, but this is our first time we actually have a brewer on that we're rating their beer in front of them. So I know. I feel I feel a certain type of way here. You know, we we raided a beer in front of Ethan too. We we did uh we did the Bond Place collab right in front of him. Oh, we did. Yeah, yeah. we did. Um, and we did oh, we did Odd Logic in front of the owner as well. That's true. Okay. All right. So so this isn't the first time. Yeah. Shroud on me. Um, well, that's uh, why I'm Secretary of Hops, man. I yeah. gotta keep you in line. You gotta keep me well, in check. If it sucks, I'll drive up there and throw some ice cream in it. You guys will be happy. Sweet. Um, I can't wait. Uh, so, I mean, I'll, I guess I'll lead off here. Go for it. Um, on the nose, it was great. Um, the aromatics right out of the can were fantastic. Um, it wasn't overly bitter, uh, which I like, and you know, I do like a bitter, but when they might've definitely just saw you throwing your boobs, dude. Yeah, no, totally a hundred percent. We saw that. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. We can still see his side. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <I'm real>. Sorry. 
she said sorry. A hundred percent. Oh, that's a first on the podcast. Wow. You're welcome. All right. 37 episodes in. We got our first sick mom. I don't boobs. know about you, but I'm giving this I'm giving this IPA a five. Yeah, that bumped that, 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 that bumped it up another uh another why wouldn't it be, dude? <laughs> yeah, they killed the feed because their side keeps freezing. Yeah. We had to uh we had to kill the feed, so we're just doing audio, but <laughs> Well, at least everyone's going to get to enjoy that one. <laughs> he feels bad. Uh, wait, 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 we're all grown ups here. Yeah, we're pretty nice boobs. I'm not going to lie. I like them. Yeah. <laughs> There's no adjuncts in there, so it's good. Yeah. You know, well, that's a little bit of milk. <laughs> a little lactose, but it never hurt any, uh, anything. Um, so, uh, back to it, damn it. I'm talking about my wife's boobs. <laughs> <laughs> so, this totally threw off Tom's rating here. He has no idea what to say now. <laughs> it's a first, it's really throwing a wrench in the whole thing. Um, yeah, what the hell are we gonna do now? Now we're all distracted. I just want to play with titties. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, so, uh, we, we've talked recently with our, our, our ratings, you know, we, Dan and I both come from the same school of ratings here. It's kind of like every beer starts off at like a three, five. Um, and then it goes, the scale goes either way. Um, I've enjoyed it all the way through. Um, Hey, as it warmed up right out of the can. Great. Uh, it was a solid double IPA. Um, I've kind of skewed away from double IPAs. Um, but this is one I would definitely go back to. Um, I would give it a solid four two five. Four two five. Yeah. All right. Nice. Thank well, you. Kai, I know you can't see this, but I'm also showing you my boobs right now. <laughs> oh, <laughs> slow down. <laughs> I'm such a fan. Uh, so, uh, so this beer, I actually Tom just highlighted my kind of rating system. Our school of thought here: if I enjoy it on the first like two sips, I'm starting at a baseline of four. That's where I start if I enjoy it right off the bat and I like to let a beer get, you know, room temperature, see what changes, see, you know, see just kind of how the, the beer journey, I keep saying it's so pretentious every time I say it and I just try and avoid saying it, but you know, just the, just how it goes with that. (laughs) (laughs) He didn't hear that. Oh, you didn't hear that. You said beer journey and then I, it like kind of, Blanked for a second. Yeah, yeah well, I, I, just, I just keep saying how pretentious yeah, I am. Yeah, Dan, Dan said he's oh. going on his beer journey, and then I said, oh. ha! Gay! <laughs> Missed it. Yeah. My bad, Jim. Yeah, it's, okay. <laughs> it's okay. Thanks, Tom. Anyway. <laughs> well, I didn't really say it. The soundboard said it. So, I mean, since it's just us two here, I'm going to go with a 425 on this one as well. I really enjoyed it. Um, it went over my... Like, if I like a beer, it stays at a four. Mm-hmm. But if I like a beer a lot, and with this beer, I mean... It just it had like a level of like bitter, but just a little bit of dankness into it that I enjoy from a nice hazy double IPA. I'm giving it a four two five. Yeah. So all right, it, here's to, something that no one's probably done to you buttholes before, but how do I make that a five point oh? How do you make that a five point oh? It's a good question. I'd say yeah, it is. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> he really he really hit me. Um I will I will tell you right off the bat, I like a little bit more bitterness. So Okay. And I'll, I'll agree to that. Um, I, so I, I came from the West coast IPA school of thought. So with yeah. the hazies, like if it's got like the, the juice, but then like it just hits with that bitterness. So, yeah. So for a double IPA, like I would I, I, like Dan, I, I would say I'd like a little bit more bitterness, uh, you know, new England style. Uh, I'm good with the juicy, 
uh, citrusy flavor. Um, for me, when I'm rating something, it's like I, I, I set a bar and for like a double IPA, uh, uh, flannel weather by new trail was kind of my, that's my bar. Um, that's like the quintessential double IPA for me. Um, you haven't brought that up in a while. No, I haven't. Um, but, uh, it's kind of all based off of that. Um, I mean, four two five, I think is a very good score. I mean, I, Oh, I definitely agree. Oh yeah. And yeah, like that's such a great question. And coming from like a brewer and an owner and everything, somebody saying like, what can we do to make it a five that hit me right off? And like, it hit me like I had an immediate answer, but it was also like, it, it caught me off guard because we've never had that before. And I like that. I think, I think it just needs to separate more from other double IPAs that I've had. Um, yeah, it's, it, you know, if for as a, at a four two five, I'm, I'm definitely putting it in the upper echelon of, of double IPAs for me, but, um, you know, it's, it's in the same school, um, which I, it probably sounds retarded on my part. I don't know, but, um, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I just I think, enjoyed I think having it, that question asked. Of I, us. I think it really needs to just like blow, blow me away. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. Um, I mean, this was also like, if I would say like, um, yeah, I frequent the Aslan beers often. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a fanboy. I've admitted mm. it already. Um, this is up there with some of my favorite, like, I mean, one of my favorites being like, I mean, you guys did, I had my first triple IPA was you guys like pew, pew, pew was like my first triple mm. I've ever had. And I thought that was, oh God, that was amazing. I like this. I also one did pass out in a hammock after I drank it. So. <laughs> <laughs> I like this one better than uh, I like this one better than Laser Raptors. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's it's super smooth. Um, it's smoother than Laser. Ra- I do like Laser Raptors more because it was a, had a, more of a bitterness factor to it. I um, I was pretty hammered when I drank uh, a small town in Ontario, so I don't even know how to compare that. <laughs> you did take a really nice picture of it. I did. Uh, <laughs> um, and it was just a can, I think. No, I think I had it. No, you, yeah, yeah, you had a pour. You showed um, the haze. Yeah. You, you showed. <clears throat> well, I'm, uh, I'm very anxious to get into this next beer because, uh, this next beer is actually probably the one where I said, like, as soon as we got it, I said, we have to get Kai on this because I mean, it's just such a interesting beer. Yeah. To talk about. So I feel like this was one we set aside for and especially that magical yeah. time where we'd actually get somebody from Aslan to talk to us. And uh it's it's a great it's great coming from uh the talks of our awful smoothie sours. Uh now we're gonna get into a spicy sour. So yes, spicy. Ooh. Ooh, fuego. Fuego. Yeah. Um oh, so poppy. you wanna you wanna grab those and uh I'm going to, yeah, you want to get, uh, just want to talk about it. I'll get some fresh glasses yeah, yeah, yeah. for us too. Um, <clears throat> so we're going to do uh, a beer, uh, called El, El Frutero. Um, mm-hmm. I like to roll my R's. That was yeah, good. Yeah. Frutero. Um, it, which is a, um, it's a sour ale with mango, lime, habanero and, and salt. Um, so this beer is the brainchild of our brewer and his girlfriend, Blake and Clarice. Ooh. All right. I like that. You guys are reading that on tap. Hello, Clarice. Um, uh, and is made to mimic the end of one of their first dates, getting a snack from the local Palatero man. Mm-hmm. Uh, this beer tastes like a mango margarita with a hint of spice. I like it. Um, so just listening to you pronounce this while I was grabbing everything, <laughs> it was like 
It was the whitest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. You like that? I like to, I like to zest it up. Uh, you know, but you over zest like, yeah. like a guy who's like overcompensate for my whiteness. I get it. I get it. I want oh, some enchiladas. You, you con almost like Hill. I want some polo con carne. Um, all right. So we're going to do El El Fertero. Um, so also another label shopping beer for us. Oh, for sure. Um, so I think we need to crack these and then we'll get into another hour long conversation about a whole bunch of different things with Kai. Yeah, maybe we should. All right. Maybe my wife will come back down. It'd be great. I, that's why I've been waiting for. <laughs> yeah, me too. One, two, three. All right. oh my God, I'm still laughing about this. <laughs> I know. Dude, she's been texting me like nonstop. She's so embarrassed. <laughs> I just, I was just looking. I did the double take where I looked over quick and I went, wait, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was You're jealous. Thing, that I was the thing that happened. <laughs> the worst part is I didn't even move. Like I should have been like, yo, and taking an opportunity to grab them. But then I started thinking, like, oh wait, these guys can see these. Uh, that wouldn't be appropriate. <laughs> well, at this point, since we're not recording the video, nobody else would have seen it. And we're not we, we ain't no snitches. Yeah, we ain't. People yeah. listen to it though, and they're going to ask about it. They're so going to be like, "How were the boobs?" <laughs> and four point five. No. Well, let's just say the beer was a four for us. And we brought it up to a two five. So I would nice. say, I mean, they contain lactose and they are photogenic. Five, five, easy five. Yeah. All right. That's All an right. easy five. Oh, that's an untapped five. Yeah. That's an untapped five right there. <laughs> oh man, that would be totally misogynistic if there was a boob rating website, but I would probably participate. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there, there has probably been some. That Wasn't there like hot or not there. back in the day? Yeah. Like in the oh, AOL yeah, days? Was. Yeah. But there was a whole like rate my and then insert a word. And that was like for anything. You anything. Think of. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Cheers. Uh, and Kai, you can't see us, but I am a, I'm drinking your sour out of a TQ glass. So, uh, you know, just the, the only, cause, he, cause he's bougie as fuck. Yeah. Put your finger up, make sure that pinky's up in the air. <laughs> and uh, while we're kind of sniffing at this, what are you, uh, what are you drinking over here? What'd she bring you? Oh, she brought me b- back another Esperanto. She knows how to roll. Nice. Uh, once I, once I go down the, the route of like one beer, I just kind of keep going with the same thing. You know what? Other than this podcast, I do the same thing. Yeah. I don't know why I it's my problem is, um, probably cause it's late on a Sunday and the kids are in bed. I don't really want to think about a beer. And so like, for me, our lagers is like, I, I can get a good lot. I'm happy with this Esperante, which is like rare because normally I'm drinking the lagers. I'm thinking about like the finesse of it and like what could change and like water profiles. I start getting into it, but tonight I'm just not even thinking about it. If I was drinking with what you guys are drinking, I would be ripping it apart. I would be sitting here taking notes, not like listening to what's happening. You know what I mean? I totally would have missed the titties and it would have been like, you know, a diary of notes about like what we need to do. And then there would be like some kind of a timeline of like, okay, so I think there's a mash problem, right? We'll address that first. <laughs> right. And then, and then I'd probably pull up a bull, uh, the brew schedule and be like, all right, well, we're making um, a pizza this day. And then, you know, nine months later, we're making it this day. Okay, cool. So I can get one eighth of the issues I think are in this beer addressed in the next 18 months. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, I mean, that's my life. It's 
Kind of stupid. Yeah. So what's great about not having the webcam is that we're both over here, like visibly tearing up while we're drinking this right now. (laughs) What the fuck is happening right now? I'm like, I'm so glad the webcam's on because we're over here like, (laughs) isn't that spicy for y'all? Dude, it is. uh, I don't, I don't, I don't know if it's the smoothness of the first beer kind of being like how smooth that baseline was. And I did, I took a sip of water to kind of, Wash it out, but man, this has got a kick. Grab bite. This is a uh, <clears throat> this is a new experience. Yeah, this is. I'm not. I, I would say it's it's a new experience, but I am enjoying the hell out of this beer right now. So, <laughs> so I'm a big fan of spice. I like. Um, Some people hot- call him a spice girl. Baby spice. I'll, I'll show you what I want. What I really, really want. Um, <laughs> And it's more of this beer because this is like my lips are burning. <clears throat> my throat is closing up. Dan, it's anaphylactic shock, guys. Dan, get my, get the EpiPen. Please get the EpiPen. Where do you keep it? I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, this is just not what I was expecting at all. Like, I thought it was going to be like maybe like a habanero flavor. Um, just like a hint of spice at the end. But this, this is, is spice on the nose. This is spice up front. This is spice all the way through. I, I, um, I thought that the, uh, the label was a little bit like, uh, over dramatic. Yeah. I, I think <laughs> I thought it was exaggerated and, um, it's not, it's not, it's, uh, oof, spicy burp. I should have um, rolled this a little bit. Cause I just put the last pour in here and it was like, you could see it was just like a little darker, almost like a red color. And I was like, God damn it. Is that more pepper coming into this? Oh no. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, be. this is could, this is a be. fun beer. This is a really fun beer. Well, well, I mean, be honest about it. Some people like totally fucking hate that thing because it is like you guys are saying, it hits them with that spice and they don't like it. Um, other people are like are down and they say, oh like, my beer just got spice. darker. My beer just got darker. Yeah, you got the yeah. end in there. Yeah. Um, um, no, I I don't think I hate it. I think I'm I'm just it's fun for me because I don't I haven't had anything like I'll this be before. honest. Yeah. And this this might be crass, but I'm going to hate you. I'm going to hate this beer tomorrow when I'm on the toilet. Uh, <laughs> um, as long as it doesn't burn when you pee like that's really what matters. And let's be honest. We've all been through that. <laughs> uh, um, no, this is a this is definitely a new experience. Uh I'm so glad that like we chose this beer to do on like as soon yeah. as we got it, I, I kind of texted you that night after we got Zach's like shipment. Like we have to put this aside yeah. for like the eventual Aslan podcast. Oh, for I sure. just I had a feeling this one was gonna be fun to talk about. This is yeah, it, it I don't even know. I think I I'm gonna need to like sit on this because it is like it has like right up front, it's like a very good sour. It has like it has kind of like a gosa type, with the sea salt that you add in there. It gives it kind of like a gosa type flavor. Like a brine. Mm-hmm. There's a briny kind of like taste to it a but little bit. Man, does that habanero hit? It hits. I, I enjoy it. I mean, yeah, let's definitely sit on this because I want to. There's I wanna flakes get, of it on my glass. I know. Oh I saw I saw that too. <laughs> I can see that gleaming off of there. Um, <clears throat> so I, go ahead. You want to you go over the uh, Avengers origin story with Kyle? Let's, yeah. Let's, yeah. Let's talk about so that. Where did. How did you, how did you get started with Aslan? Like where, how did it all come about? Um, oh man, damn. That's a, that's a good question. I, I can give you guys like the short version or the long version. I, either one works for me, but 
the, the short version is, um, um, I was working in public service and living in Houston at the time. My wife just, or my fiance at the time, shit, I think she was my girlfriend first moved there and then she became my fiance, whatever. Um, she we showed, got married, showed we too many there. people, her boobs there and you had to, you had to <laughs> totally move. wait, she this is like, the short story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. So then we met this guy and she was like, look at my tits. And then she went to this other guy. I was like, Hey, how, what do you think of these? And <laughs> we then, start you know, check uh, these out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, eventually after she showed half of Houston, her boobs, uh, we got married. Um, no, uh, she time. got me, she got me a brew kit. Cause I, yeah, fuck. This is a short story. This, this is really is story. a tale as old as time. And I feel this like everyone's sucks. like, uh, it's my, okay. my wife's You can't girlfriend. see me. I'm sitting Indian style on the ground right now listening to you. I just want to know. <laughs> He's rocking back and forth. I'm just like, keep going, Kai. <laughs> this is totally why my kids fall asleep when I'm telling them a bedtime story because I just ramble on about like this. I'm just putting my dinosaur blanket over me right now. It starts with good night moon, but then it goes all into the uh, the lagering process. <laughs> and then for 60 days, it rests. <laughs> Day one. It's bubbling still. Uh, yeah. So I, I don't know. The, when I was a kid in, I grew up mostly in Connecticut. So born in Pennsylvania, moved all over the place, grew up in Connecticut. Um, and I, I call that my home. There was a small microbrewery that was ran by a bunch of friends of mine. Um, like their, their dads owned this place. It was like the f- microbrewery in the nineties boom for microbreweries. And they did really cool stuff. Um, they didn't survive. They didn't make the, make or break with like everyone else in the nineties. So when I moved and eventually got back to Texas and started my first job, I talked to my wife about like one of my passions was like, I was curious about what they did or how they got there. Um, so she bought me a, a brew kit and, um, was it Mr. Beer? Oh yeah. It was Mr. Beer as a football. Hell Uh, yeah. That's that's, a Dan and I's origin stories. That's our, that's our origin story over here. (laughs) It's it's the best origin story because like the first one out of that kit was total crap. And it was, it tasted like, and we thought it was the best thing. No, 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 no. We, we, we got very excited until it came out extremely carbonated. Yeah. So did mine. Exactly. It was like really carbonated and yeah, it was like seltzer, like champagne. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like champagne. Yeah. And I kept trying to qualify and I was like, Oh, this is the kind of beer it is. You know what I mean? Like it was, no, yeah, it was well, you know, West coast, are, I defended it to the death. West coast IPAs <laughs> are typically very carbonated. Yeah. I don't know if you've looked it up. It's science. I, no, no, I haven't. No, but you're probably right. <laughs> to the beer layman. <laughs> I read in Phil Markowski's book that beer is supposed to be crappy. So, um, <laughs> yeah, like Phil would ever write that. Um, uh, you, by the you way, mean, I love you, Phil. He signed my book. <laughs> <laughs> you mean, uh, you mean that, uh, you think that my beer, uh, that was just a bunch of syrups poured into a, uh, a boiling water, uh, is not good with what, what were the crisp, the, the hop crystals we had in there? Is no, that- it was all just syrup. It was just like all a, a, a <laughs> mash syrup and a wart and a mm-hmm. everything. You just, it was all just cans of shit and you just poured it into boiling water. I mean, you guys have drinking Bud Light before, so well, yeah. I don't know what you're complaining about. Truth, truth. <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually what's drank wrong? Wait, what, what's wrong so- with the beer we got? <laughs> yeah i mean and then to just, yeah, what's wrong with the beer we got i mean the beer we got drank pretty good don't it budweiser 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 god damn it Tom. <laughs> oh it's fantastic i'm fantastic. done i'm done now no it's great oh, love the damn <laughs> uh, we have the best soundboard in the game just we do we right really now. do 
I love that it looks like 90s graphics, too. It oh, is. yeah. Oh, it's, yeah. it's like just a step above DOS. Yeah, I was going to say, I brought it in from DOS. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, it looked like you guys copied the code for Minesweeper and then just put different names on it. Oh, yeah. It really is. My, it is. Yeah, we just made the squares bigger. Yeah, if you click the right. wrong sound, um, the Sasquatch comes out and eats you. Oh, a little slalom, downhill skiing. Yeah, what was that downhill skiing? What was yeah. it called? S- slalom? I think it was. Yeah, the one Hell where yeah. like a little... Little guy would come out and go, ah, I'm going to eat you. Did you guys ever have a game on your PC called like um, Mega Racer or Racer X or something like that? It was cool. It had cars and like there was like speed lines. Yeah, no, I don't remember that one. No. Yeah. I remember Out, I remember OutRun and uh, Spy Hunter. Spy Hunter was my jam. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. I don't remember those other. I just yeah. to fire over here. Yeah. This is uh, a... <laughs> I'm 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 starting to sweat. I'm enjoying this like I enjoy a nice Mexican dish, but um, continue about Aslan. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah. Long story shorter or longer. Um, Keep going, Mister Beer Kit. Um, my so the Aslans are the women we're married to. That set of boobs you guys got to see earlier. Um, she's the middle of three sisters. So her younger sister is uh, married to a guy named Andrew. He's my business partner and brother-in-law. He also got a beer kit around the same time as I did. Um, he got introduced to the family at Thanksgiving a couple of years before that, and then came and visited us in Houston um, around the 4th of July when I was getting an award for something I'd done at work. And we were talking about New England sports and making beer. And she got a Claudia, my wife, got an opportunity to move to D.C. to work for Northrop Grumman, one of the larger defense contractors. And, um, we kind of all agreed that like, we'll try that. We'll come to DC. We'll try it. I'll leave my job. And, um, after a year or so of being unemployed told Andrew was like, dude, like I'm bored. I want to do something. And I think this beer thing is it. Cause we had been homebrewing together and just goofing around on the side. And I was, I got, I nerded out, man. I read like the brewer's Bible by the NBAA, this big fucking literally it's like as thick as the Bible. Um, I had read a a bunch of books, including like, you know, you name every homebrew book in the world. And, um, like got really serious about it. And so he was like, yeah, all right, screw it. And we both like cash in our 401ks and wrote, wrote a check to the business and was like, uh, all right, well, this is either going to be make or break. We're young enough that if it breaks, we'll just have to rebound and, you know, figure it out. Um, we've been lucky. You know, we've just been making what we like and kind of got to a a spot that was pretty successful for us and we keep growing. So, um, I mean, as much as we'll give a hard time to consumers and untap and stuff, it's been part of our success. The consumers, their feedback, whether we think it's valid or not, has some truth to it. So we listen to it and we apply it and we try to grow. Um, and continue to make good products. I will say you guys have some of the best Instagram photography in in the game. Like, um, that was one thing that I guess when I was camping in Virginia and my friend said, Hey, I see you're in Virginia. I was like, yeah, I'm, you know, camping. We're on a skate trip. Uh, we're hitting a couple skate parks. He goes, you have to check out Aslan beer while you're down there. And Mm. I go, I go, okay. Yeah. I've never heard of them. Um, and you know, I pull it up on Instagram and I look at the photos. I went, holy shit, I got to go yeah. here. Uh, one of my most, I guess one of my most unique uh, brewery experiences was Aslan because, you know, coming from the breweries I had around Pennsylvania, um, when I visited you guys in 2018 in Herndon, 
<laughs> this, garage, you mean? It was, yeah, it was literally like, so I thought I was, we just got done at a skate park and we were heading there and I had like three buddies with me and we're like, Hey, um, let's just go to like, we'll go to the tasting room, have a couple beers. I'm going to buy some cans. <laughs> you stood in line, you bought a couple cans and then drank them in the parking lot. Yeah. So yeah, we brought them back to the campsite. Dude. So I had no idea. Like I've never seen a brewery that didn't have a tasting room and you guys just had a garage door. And there, and the lady gave me like a paper and goes, here, what do you want? I went, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> I remember, I, re- I remember Dan coming back and bringing me uh, a can of pew, pew, pew. <clears throat> and he was like, dude, this place, it's just a fucking garage door. And, <laughs> That's all it is. <laughs> and you can't even drink it there. They just give you, you, they open up the garage door. They go, here's some cans. And then you leave. <laughs> it's so great. It's so great. And it, like, I, I miss those days. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> it was great because uh, when I came back, um, my last time back was about like two months ago. I like get out of my car. He's got the garage open. I'm sitting there taking pictures. I'm like, don't mind me just being a social media asshole right now. <laughs> he starts <laughs> laughing. And he's in there. He's like, don't, he's like, dude, just just go for it, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you guys are ever back down here, just you should just hit me up, man. Like you good free range to the facilities and take photos and hang out with the staff, drink beers, meet the other buttholes that like Matt. Oh, trust me. My finger was on the trigger of like, I had a draft email set up. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to be down for skateboarding. (laughs) I'd really like to come down. Like I, I, I almost did it, but I was like, I have to meet him first. We have to do the podcast. We, we, <laughs> not even because I got a skate park across the street from the house, like oh, literally shit. in the park next door to my house. Like, which, uh, park. which park down there? It's called uh, Trailside. It's tiny. It's are, like, are you, are you close? Are you closer to the Herndon or the Alexandria one? I, I live like a block from the Herndon site. Okay. Oh, okay. So, you know, the Lake Fairfax one I went to then. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh, for sure. Like that, that's a legit skate park. This one that we got over here is just something that appeases the kids. So that, that can't get out to Fairfax. We've, so. we've, we've talked before about doing a whole Virginia trip, like doing like the Richmond. Um, yeah. Like oh, Richmond's legit now. <laughs> it's I, like, and I love, um, I love the Alexandria area. Like, yeah. I, I Old it, town is a lot of fun. I, the, uh, what is it? Union street, uh, the oyster house down there. Oh yeah. That oh, yeah. It, it, I've had some of my best food and like the, my best experiences down there with my wife is we go down, we would go down to DC every, every so often. And, uh, we'd always hit the union street oyster house and like, they always had great beer on tap, mm-hmm. great food. But the mm-hmm. Al- Alex, if you, if you, anyone has a chance to go down to Alexandria, you got to go down there. Oh, and then yeah. you old, take, old town is great. take the ferry across into DC. It's just doesn't really get better than that. Yeah. I haven't really done like a nice, like formal visit down to Virginia. I'm usually sweating my ass off at a skate park and then sweating my ass off in a tent and then passing out in a hammock. <laughs> yeah. We'll just go, we're, we're, we'll go crash. <laughs> it at a, gross. We're going to go. Oh, crash. it's so gross. We're going to Airbnb Valco's. I will say Lake Fairfax oh, has should. the best showers in the game. Like, let me oh, tell you what, that's dude. one of the reasons why we camp there <laughs> because if we're skating all day, we need a shower facility. <laughs> <clears throat> so I, nice. um, I, I have a plea to make to you, but I'm going to, I'm going to lead into it with this. Uh, um, how is uh balancing dad life and a uh, brewer slash owner life? Dude, it's impossible. That's not even a thing. Like my, my wife is, um, totally the, the thing that keeps this whole thing together. Like, um, she's not only, um, is she a great friend when she wants to listen to me complain about stuff? She's just, um, the perfect person to manage the kid. Like, forget this. Like she works full time. 
she watches and raises three kids during COVID that like one is in school, kindergarten, the other one's in preschool and the other one is five months old. So like working full time, managing three babies, uh, running their freaking um, homeschool and watching them in the meantime while I work whatever, 15, 16 hour days on end, seven days a week. Um, and then essentially on call any other time, my, my brew staff or any of the employees have an issue. So, I mean, I couldn't do anything without her, you know? So she's the, it's, it's that crazy. Keep that house together. Dude, I mean, wait, I mean, if Those you guys are the glue like, that keep that house together, <laughs> <laughs> you guys were talking about like the bumpuses earlier. And like, that's, that's our house is like animals and kids and like screaming at each other is just constantly chaos here. So, oh, yeah. I mean, I only have one kid and that's chaos. In my, that's the chaos in my house on a daily oh, basis. Yeah, no, no. I, yeah, I have a I have a two year old uh, and dude, he had his his second birthday and he was just like, oh, cool. I get to be an asshole now. Oh, uh, yeah. Totally. So and that's like it's just it's been craziness. But, it, you know, it's it's the most rewarding thing in the world. Oh, totally. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, which leads me the first is a lot of fun because you have all those fears of like, you know, like what what, safety concerns, like what could happen to my kid or like, who's going to try to like, you know, mess with my kid and like all all that kind of stuff happens. And you have the second one, you're like, all right, the first one's probably okay. The second one is probably also okay. So I can chill, you know, and and the first one will watch the second one. They'll take care of that. Totally. Like, (laughs) Hey, here's a lighter. (laughs) Um, but that leads me into my plea. Sure. Please bring back daddy juice. Oh my God. Please bring back daddy juice. That's his. All right. So let me just preface this. Daddy juice is a, for me, 5.0 sour. Thank you. It is. That was, I I think about that beer on a sugar, vanilla finish. It was the softest, most pillowy sour. It's just everything about that. The softest landing. Oh, the cool jazz, the cool, <laughs> the cool jazz can art. It was yacht rock in a can. Man. Oh my God. <laughs> the, the story behind it. And then just the, the, the beer itself. It was just, I it's think so about that beer on at least a weekly basis. You texted me about it. I'm like, wait, what? We're bringing this beer up too. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, how many, how many Aslan beers are we going to name drop on it's, this episode? Oh, I have a, you, you want to go through my catalog because there's oh, a I, lot. Yeah, I know. Um, I can keep going too. Daddy, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to jerk you off here a little bit. Uh, it, it, daddy juice is. We know you got started with the boobs now. Now, oh, uh, now Tom's going to finish you. <laughs> Daddy, yes. Daddy juice. I, and I'll tell anyone this it's one of the, if not the best sours I've had. Thank you. Maybe in my life. Yeah. I would say like that vanilla, like the milk sugar finish on it just sealed it for me. That was like, this is amazing. Yeah. It was, it was one of those things like I drank my last can and I was so happy, but I was also crying at the same time because I knew it was my last can. (laughs) I was a little, I was a little bummed because it was like, it was out of, well, obviously it was out of stock by the time I went down to Virginia, but I mean, I had some awesome beers anyway, but please bring it back. Please, please. (laughs) I I will, I will buy a case. I mean, that's gotta be a summer staple. I mean, can art alone. It's on my short list. Yeah. 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 That was, that was a, a quintessential one. I, there's, I I mean, (sighs) I mean, it's, I don't want to be the guy that like, just like, uh, gushes because you're on the the podcast, but it's, like, I'll be I, that guy. Don't worry. I, I really, there's, <laughs> I, I want to say that I've had, I haven't had a, I haven't had a bad beer from Aslan. There's one beer that sticks out that I, yeah, 
didn't. No, I say it was trash. It sucked. No, it it, no, 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 it, no, no. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna say that it sucked. Are you bringing it up? I'll bring it, yeah, I'm gonna bring it up. You know what Dan knows what the one, what one I'm talking about. Um, it's it it didn't suck. It was just the description that I read. I enjoyed when it. I got it. I it was it, it wasn't what I was expecting. It was uh disco biscuits. Oh yeah. Which so, one? You, did you have the first version or the second version? I have no idea. It was, was the one with say, the chocolate the, and the coconut. The one that was like um, most recent, like uh, yes. you had it within the last year. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. You had the second version. So it was when that's, I. That's when, okay. So I, I won't defend it. I I agree. I don't think it was that great, but it's the same issue that Ethan had. Like we, um, we went to to switch our products over t- from lactose to lactose free. We were using maltodextrin. Um, it doesn't translate. And the objective there was again, to kind of stay with our theme of like a beer for every person. Yeah. And we started thinking about people who have milk allergies, um, <laughs> legitimately. And it started with a good friend of mine, Randy Gardner. He has a milk allergy. He's been, um, asking us for probably three or four years now, like work on making these beers more approachable so that I don't have to drink or take lactate prior to drinking them. And we took it very seriously. We're like, hey, he can't be the only person who feels this way. Right. So, um, but Disco Biscuits fell in that category. And I, I legitimately believe the first version of Disco Biscuits was wildly better than the second version strictly because of the, so the change. Here was, here was my problem with it. When, when I looked it up uh, and Dan was, it was when Dan was last down in, uh, in Virginia and he was like, what do you want to get? I looked online. I just saw Disco Biscuits sour ale. And I was like, fuck yeah. Just, I just want a straightforward sour ale. That's all I want. I'm tired of, I'm, I'm tired of, you know, daddy juices, is an, an exception to this, but I'm tired of all the fruited sours. I just want a nice sour ale. Right. Uh, I didn't, I, I may have not read into it as much, but. Uh, right. And then it hits you with chocolate and lime. And all exactly. I, and you're I, like, what the hell is this? I, I got it. I got it in and I cracked it and I poured it out and I, I, I went to like drink and I got a, a whiff of it. I was of like, the graham cracker, I think, or something. It was something, it was a very earthy tone to it. And I was like, okay. what is this? Yeah. I took a sip and I was, and then I looked at it and I was like, what there's chocolate in a sour what is oh, man what is happening right now let uh, me let me rewind the clock on you boys here like this all started with uh a trip to new york city in 2017 i want to say um so growing up in connecticut we used to travel down in new york city uh a lot on metro north and whatever that's the subway so yeah trains right. into yeah, new yeah. york city um and would party. And so like, as an adult, I got to take, um, my business partner and Aslan's co-owner, Andrew with me to New York city. And I, I took him to this place in, in Brooklyn. I'm sure people who are from Brooklyn know Tom's diner. It's fucking fantastic. It's right on the border of Williamsburg. It's like this fantastic diner. Um, and we had these blueberry ricotta lemon pancakes and not that that's like anything special, but like when it's at Tom's, it's unique, especially when you're like really fucking hung over. Um, and the whole thing is just hitting you. It's like the environment you're in the city, you're having like this really banging food. Having this conversation, I was like, this would be cool as a beer. And, um, we're like, all right, well, how do we do it? Right. So anyway, shorten the story a little bit. We're starting to do collabs that year. I reached out to Troon in Jersey and was like, Hey, listen, I got this idea. I want to, do a collab with you boys. It's a hype beast. Uh, Troon, hype beast right yeah. there. Dude, Troon was like 
stepping up. So like somebody, like a friend of mine was coming down from Connecticut, came down 95, jumped off, grabbed some Troon Crowlers. Cause like, even now I think you can only get him like in Crowlers yep. and stuff like that. And, and they're only available yeah, for 30 seconds. Yeah. I don't know yeah. how he, oh. how he was able to scoop it up within 30 seconds. That's well, insane. It, the story makes it sound like he was like, Oh, I was in the car, got off and got it. No, he fucking like camped out and like waited and got in line. So, you know I mean? like, <laughs> so, so we have a, a very good friend of the podcast. Uh, shout out Zeppi. Um, <clears throat> and they're they're based out of like Cherry Hill area, mm-hmm. um, and he messages messages us all the time. Like oh, Troon just dropped something, and then by the time he messages us, like as soon as that message pops up, he goes, "Never mind, sold out." And, and, and as soon as the message pops up, I click on the link, and it's like it, link doesn't exist anymore. My like, God damn! Oh. The only t- we have a Troon Crowler in our our beer fridge behind us. Um, we haven't drank it yet. We we just need the right. Yeah, we should just do yeah, it. We, yeah, we should really just, we should do just it. fucking drink oh. it. Um, but we don't we, need we, to do it for the grom. We, we have right we now. have one. I might sell it for five hundred dollars. I don't know. Yeah. So um, my buddy, my buddy the, brings his beer down and it kills. And for whatever reason, I guess Alex was cool enough. He like hooked him up with his email, and uh, like so I email Alex, the owner of Truner. And I'm like, hey, dude, like I'd love to do a collab with you guys. I think your beers are killer. Um, but it's crazy. It's this fucking blueberry lemon ricotta pancake sour IPA. And he was like, I don't fucking care. But yeah, let's try that. <laughs> you guys want to come do it in my shack? Taking a really long, Dude. hard rip off of something and go, <laughs> yeah, I'm down. <laughs> so it was probably a weird time for Troon because it, it must have been open. I don't know, six months, seven, eight months. I don't know. Not, not that long. He drives down to Virginia brought his new puppy with him. And like, I was still brewing at the time. So it was like me and Andrew and like one other guy or two other guys, like working the brew house. Um, and it was one of those collabs. I don't know how much you guys have talked about dudes about collabs. They can go two ways. One is like you, you hang out and just get fucked up all day and eat food and like goof around. And the other one is like, you stand around not doing shit. Cause the owner has got a brew. Um, and <laughs> it's <laughs> funny that you bring up uh, collabs. <laughs> we we have been we have been lobbying lobbying hard to have somebody collab with us on a beer stickman. Well, we we've lobbied hard to stickman. It's fallen on deaf ears. Yeah. Why? What about Levante? They they make great beers and they do collabs. And <clears throat> we're both drinking out of Levante glasses right now. Yeah, that's funny that you mentioned that. That's actually. Cr- Can you see us now? No, I wish. But I was going. Damn, Levante. I've had my tits out for like the last like. God half hour. <laughs> but no, I was like, does he see me finally? I just don't. My pepperonis have gone soft. <laughs> we, uh, we really don't have a, we don't have a, a, a good relationship with, I mean, not that we don't, we don't have any relationship with a lot of breweries. Uh, yeah. Ah, sucks. So, um, I mean, other than the breweries that we talk to, uh, yeah. but, uh, yeah, nobody, nobody wants to do a, a collab with a podcast. It, you know, I get it. I guess I get it. I mean, we'll we'll do the dirty work in the brewery. Like, you know, you want us to shovel shit out? Like, <laughs> nah, I want you to work the canning line. Trust me. Yeah, every work. brewery wants you on the fucking bottling line or canning line. Dude, I'll sit there like, yeah, like I love Lucy, La- Laverne and Shirley. <laughs> oh my god, it can get like that. Yeah, it, it just sure. keeps coming out. And I just have to keep drinking the cans because they're just coming out too fast. Oh, oh I was like thinking the, like, like the chocolate with I love Lucy. I'm just like, Bleh. I was thinking I'm gonna, I'll put it, I'll put my, uh, I'll, I'll can a couple of them, but then I'll put my glove on one and just wave by to it. <laughs> Making it our way. All right. <laughs> so anyway, Alex comes down and we do this collab 
And like, this is, I'm not, we're not geniuses. We're not the engineers of like this style of beer, but it was at like the, the cusp, the forefront of like breweries doing kind of dumb shit like this before people started throwing like, you know, chicken and crickets and whatever the fucking shit they were throwing into the boils. Crickets? Um, like we, we did this thing and it was very divisive. Like people were either on board or off board with it, but it set us in motion to like, all right, well, there's, there's something here and, you know, and started getting the next iteration was Hawaiian lush. And then from there we started building out the portfolio and daddy juice starts being part of that portfolio. Frutero was part of that portfolio. Blake was still working for us at the time, by the way, like you guys read that untapped thing, shout out Blake Ross at the bike lane in Reston, Virginia. He is now on his own doing his own thing, making fucking banging beers. Um, keep it up, homie. Uh, awesome. and like, if he wouldn't have been there when we did this, uh, this stupid brunchies thing, he probably would have never spoke up and told us about this experience he had with his girlfriend and the Palotero guy. And like, that was the impetus. And he, he basically like laid this, this thought process down for Frutero. Um, you know, and then, and like, you guys can kind of connect the dots here. Like this is where it goes to a pizza and that's where it goes down the line to the next thing, like disco biscuits, even if it sucks and you know, whatever it may be. Um, doesn't it suck. Cool. Doesn't suck. Yeah, I was gonna say I didn't. Sucks. I didn't drain pour it. But no, doesn't it suck. Doesn't suck. <laughs> I didn't drain pour it, but then like my wife. So it's funny because you ordered a whole four pack. Yes. And I looked at it in my cooler and I went, you know what? This looks like a good beer for my wife. So I'm gonna give two of my other Aslan beers to Tom here. I'm gonna take two of these disco biscuits just for the trouble. <laughs> Nice. And I'll be honest with you at the time I was like, God damn it. He took two. Of but my I gave beers. you two uh, Pilsners actually. Yeah. You gave it, gave me two. That's facts. Yeah. I gave you mm. two of those New Zealand Pilsners. And, and boy, you know, am I glad that happened. Yourself, dude. <laughs> yeah. That, uh, that, that facts was, that was a revelation in the Pilsner. Oh. I enjoyed that beer. That was a end of night beer for me, I guess one night where like, you know, I had a bunch of my classic hazies, my mm. IPAs. And so I was getting done the end of the night. And I was like, you know what? I just want something to chill on. And I had that. That's facts. I think that was one you like messaged me. Like, have you tried that's facts? Yeah. Like that news. I was that, like, bro. Yeah. <laughs> the New Zealand in there, man. That was. It's very nice. That was something else. Yeah. Did you guys get the opportunity to try bird leaf? No, I haven't had bird leaf. I haven't leaf, had no. bird leaf. No. no. All right. Well, you probably have to wait like a year till it ever rotates <laughs> back out. But, uh, yeah, same same thing. Yeah, I think that one is with um, African South, South African hops. So. Oh, that's cool. Um, well, speaking am, of waiting, I, I do have uh, I do have one I'm waiting for because now that you guys ship your merch um, nationally now, from what I see, um, beer drinking is not a crime. I need that skateboard. Oh, <laughs> I need it in an oh, I need it in an eight inch by thirty two. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, a How me- many layers? A, a me- yeah. No, I was gonna say a medium to like low concave. Uh, yeah. Let's see what I get. <laughs> we um, actually work directly with uh, Baker Boys to like make our decks. So. Oh no shit! Really? Yeah. Oh nice. If it was Crow Tap, I'd be really more nice. hyped. But you know, it's whatever. <laughs> hey man, I'm a Decca boy, and I don't, I don't even think they make Decca anymore. They don't make Decca anymore, man. I, I've been Crail Tap uh, Chocolate and Girl from day one, man. Actually, I, well, I, I used to be zero. Enjoy. Uh, I love my enjoy deck, man. I'm all about the Panda. Oh yeah. Th- I mean, obviously with beer, it's label shopping with boards. It's also beer, uh, oh, label shopping sure. as well. So like back in my like youth, you know, hardcore metal kid, love zero. And then like, 
I'm I like the ironic, like just the girl and chocolate boards are always just fun art. And I always think like every chocolate or girl board I get would be an awesome can art for like a good IPA or something. I'm like, you know what? I'd buy that IPA. It was really funny. Like I downloaded the new Tony Hawk for my son to play. And like the first deck he got was this American zero board that I had. It was yellow back with the red stars on it. Yeah. The red stars. Yeah. I had the, uh, I had that deck. (laughs) Jamie Thomas backsmith down the uh, stairwell, the, uh, the blue deck. That was my, uh, that was my first zero. (laughs) No shit. That's awesome. We digress. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I'm over here. Like I like beer. Uh, I'm a you're I had a razor. (laughs) No, I I wouldn't be on a podcast with a scooter kid. (laughs) No, I've I've clanked my shins too many times. (laughs) I was at the Jersey Shore. (laughs) Uh, You have the uh, you have the distinct honor of uh, being part of my aging collection. I have two uh, Sprechens of Deutsch. Oh, sitting yeah. in my aging collection there. Oh, nice. I have a Hellas just sitting at the bottom of my fridge <laughs> that I save for a special occasion. Actually, I save it for when my buddy comes over and he needs a lager. <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting to like bust open one of those. And, uh, cause it started out at 15%. Yeah. And it was, you can only buy one, one can at a time. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to eat, I'm going to, I think I'm going to, I'm probably going to break into one soon. Oh, but I'm going to age one at least a year. There you go. Oh. That's probably going to get a little, uh, it's going to get a little boozy, Put a little stank on it. Yeah. <laughs> um, <great>. Speaking <laughs> of put a little stank on it, you want to talk about this? Uh, yeah. This Chile pepper that we've been drinking this whole time. Oh shit. Yeah. This has my nose running, man. <laughs> I gotta say I've enjoyed it more as it got. So like cold, it was, you know, cold was hitting me. I mean, right now I'm like, it's kind of decent. Yeah. I mean, I've been just sipping the hell out of it now. Cold, right. man. It had that Christmas, that crispness to it. Yeah, was kinda, and Chris, Christmas. And that Christmas, too. Yeah. You know, the, yeah, the, you know, the red, the green lights, <laughs> Santa, you know, all that shit. Ooh. Yeah. I, I'm a big fan of Santa. This is a, this has been um, an interesting uh, beer journey. Oh, shut up. I'm having fun <laughs> with this beer. <laughs> <laughs> No, this is really good. Um, it's definitely something different. It was something that um, I feel like it's something that like I would recommend to other people. I think Zach inadvertently just was like he had two left and he said, I'm going to put this out there to you guys yeah. because I know you're going to want to talk about it because this wasn't part of our order. No, he just kind of handed them and to he us. just kind of handed us two cans and he was like, he was like, you guys are going to like this. And he just kind of handed it off to us. And we're like, all right, all right. So shout to Zach for um, he inadvertently suggested a beer for the podcast, a spicy beer. He should just hit me up next time he's coming by. Did you guys load it up with all kinds of stuff? Are you pissing into a cup? I wish dude, I need a piece so bad right now. <laughs> oh, dude, I was going to say this is our third guest that has pissed during the podcast. <laughs> I dude, I wish I have to pee so bad. <laughs> we're almost we're almost done. You get yeah, that. We're at the end here. You know, the old teeth are floating over there. Kind of. I'm just like staring at my dick, hoping that I don't piss myself. So, and if you do, there's we're not putting out video, so you know. Oh, you know what? That's all between you and God. (laughs) Except for the girls gone wild commercial where we have that (laughs) Aslan gone wild. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Um. All right. Do you want to? Do you want to get into rating this beer? Yeah. Did you want me to start off with this? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, 
I'm having a lot of fun with this beer. A lot of fun, actually. I mean, this was not what I was expecting for a sour. Um, because I thought I was going to get kind of the, uh, kind of get the spice at the end of the beer. And it's been spiced the whole way through on the nose, on the first, like, as soon as it hits your palate and, you know, anything residual, a nice spice. Like, I wouldn't even say it was like too overpowering. I think it was more surprising than overpowering. It just surprised me. I didn't think it was going to be as spicy as it was, but I mean, I kept drinking it and I, I enjoyed it every way through. Oh, I'm sorry. Is that better? <laughs> yeah, that's much better. I just try. I don't want to breathe on it, <laughs> but yeah, I would give this beer. I'm going to give it a four or five. I like this beer. I'm having a lot of fun with this beer. Okay. And I'm an IPA guy. So, <laughs> so, um, for me, it's definitely like, a, an interesting beer to me. And I, I don't, I don't want this to come off as a bad thing, but it, to me, it's like a, it's like a novelty kind of thing. It's like, I'm not going to go back and like, I don't think I'm going to order another four pack of El Frutero. It's just not for me. I mean, I do like the spice. I, I think it's, a, I think it's a very, it's very well executed. Definitely um, a novelty beer. I think I would like have like one or two just to like, Oh, for sure. Keep it in the fridge. And I would tell people about it. I would probably try like, if Valco was buying more like the watermelon or like any, any of the different flavor Elfruteros, I would definitely try one of each. Um, but it's not something I'm going to, I'm going to purchase a four pack of for myself. Um, again, execution is great uh, because I, it was not what I was expecting at all. I thought it was going to be more of like a, a chili flavor, like a habanero flavor to it. Um, wasn't expecting the actual heat to it. Um, but for being a first, like I've never had a spicy beer before. I don't, I I don't, I don't even know like really how to rate this one. I've had a few, uh, spicy IPAs, uh, free wills, safe word, the habanero IPA. Um, but this one here just, I think, I think I enjoyed it more because it had that sweet with the uh, spice to it. They played well together, yeah. the mango and then the habanero and chili. Uh, it as a sour, it's it's a great ex- execution on a sour. Um, I love this the the addition of the sea salt. Um, I think the 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 habanero is a nice touch. It's not overpowering. It's not like it's not like undrinkable hot. It's just like there's a kick to it, and it's it's staying on my palate, which I would kind of think. That's what you would get if it's a true habanero spice to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not getting too, too much of the mango flavor on my end. Um, I'm getting more like the lime sea salt habanero. Yeah. Which is great. I mean, that's a great combination. Um, I would go 4-0 on my end. Um, I think it's a very, it's, I think it's a well-executed beer. Um, just not not something like I would go back to right. I would go back to different flavors. Like you, you have the watermelon, you have the pineapple. Yeah. I don't know what they, I, I don't remember what, which other ones I saw, but is this something like, a, is this the line that you're going to continue with different kind of fruits or are you going to just keep uh, circulating like the fruits that you, you've already done? I think just the fruits that we've already done. I don't really see it expanding beyond that. And, and a lot of that is just rooted in the, the tradition that 
um, Blake kind of explained to us about, you know, the fruits, the fruits that were available on a true Palatero cart. So, so you're going to kind of go with like, stick with like the tropical style fruits with yeah. the stick, very yeah, traditional with his story, which is cool. Do they, all, uh, yeah. do they all do uh sea salt and lime? Not quite sure. I've actually never had a Palatero like fruit pop um, before we, we add the lime um, to kind of add an element of flavor to the base, uh, base recipe IPA that we use. And then the salt is generally in addition kind of to make the fruit pop a little bit more, um, and, and lend more towards, like you were saying, a goza, the impression of a goza. Yeah. My wife's got like a Palatero like seasoning that she uses on mango. Like she does it in the morning where it's like, it's almost like a red chili powder with like sea salt in it that she puts on mango Mm -hmm. in the morning and everything. It's, it's awesome. It's got that. I'm very reminiscing of that as I'm drinking it. So it's got like a, it's got a nostalgia factor for me too, which is nice. Um, this is a beer that I would definitely have in the summer. If I was having like, if I was hosting like a taco night or something, um, you know, having a bunch of like, kind of like that Southwest style Mexican style food and everything. I would have this beer as like a novelty beer for like my guests and everything you kind of have with their tacos. It's it's definitely like a, the, the mindset that I had, like I would definitely tell people like if I knew they like spicy, like you got to try this beer. It's a spicy beer. And this is right down my alley with like, yeah, tacos, Mexican food, everything like that. I love this. So what, with the, uh, with the habanero in it and the spice, um, what, how does that come into it? Like, how does that get into the beer? What part of the process does that, Actually, go into the beer. Yeah, a lot of the spicing is there in the bright edition. Um, so we either do an oil extract or a powder extract to kind of get that true full flavor without affecting um, pH ranges or or any of the other additions that we've done prior to that. So what we want really is like a balance between the hops we're adding, the fruit we're adding, and um, kind of add the heat as a last step. Nice. So did you guys go with like a chili powder? With it, um, for this guy, I think we're using a habanero powder. That um, for sure a powder. Yeah, yeah we're, we're, we're looking all, at it right now. We're like, so it's a powder. My right? glass is laced <laughs> with powder and salt. Yeah. Habanero done, powder and salt. Some, we've done some trials with some oil extracts, and what we found the issues were um, obviously if you're not intelligent enough to order water soluble uh, oil extracts, like we've done <laughs> in the past, you can get some <laughs> beers that are really hot, and some yeah. other ones that are completely missing it. So. Okay. Um, the powder seems to be the big thing. The biggest issue with powder in bright is just getting it, um, dissolved. And, uh, sometimes you can get a little bit of particulate towards the beginning or end of a canning run. Um, so. Yeah. Yeah. Four, two, five for this. Yeah. I did my math. Awesome. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I, this is a fun beer for me. Yeah. Like, definitely. A- uh, I agree. It's definitely one of those like interesting novelty kind of things and you may not revisit it, but at least you said you tried it kind of a deal. Oh yeah. And it's it, like I said, it's definitely one that I would, I'm going to definitely, I'm going to absolutely mention a, you know, fellow beer enthusiast. Like you got to try, if you're going to, if you're going to try new things, El Frutero. Yeah. Got to try. Oh, definitely. Got to experience spicy beer. Oh, I'm having a blast with this. Yeah. <clears throat> it was like, at first I was like, Oh my God. And now I'm like, this is awesome. Yeah. This is, this is like, ordering Mexican food on a Thursday night with my wife and just be like, I just want to get whatever's the spiciest stuff on the menu. Right. <laughs> um, and before, before we get a, before we get out of this whole thing, um, you'd mentioned in our, in our, uh, correspondence, you talked about the talking about the lagering program that you got going <clears throat> on. 
Um, yeah. And as the crispy boy of the uh, of the the podcast, I would be remiss to uh, look over that. So can you tell us about your lagering program? Yeah, absolutely. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Sorry. Uh, we have a traditional style lagering program. Um, we're not the only people doing this, but we, we do a um, decoction style or cereal mashing style for all of our lagers. We also horizontally ferment every one of our lagers in a traditional style fermentation practice. And then we also um, spund carb our beers, meaning that we use the natural carbonation coming off of the yeast process to force carbonate the product. Um, It it adds this whole different dynamic in our opinion. Um, It's a softer carbonation. It adds a little bit more flavor profiles and compounds. It keeps a lot of like the yeast esters that would normally blow off in fermentation in the beers. So it's building its own dynamic flavor compounds that way. Um, I mean, it's almost, it's ridiculous because you could do, you could do lagers vertically um, quicker probably and um, move them to Brighton package a lot of product faster. Commercial brewing has proven that you can do those things. We're kind of leaning towards a semi-modern version of commercial lagering, but not really. Most of the lagers are taking 60 to 75 days for us between production, fermentation and processing. Right. Which I think is a great thing to have out to our listeners is, you know, uh, I feel like, you know, pilsers and lagers kind of get. They don't get the love they deserve. No. And it's because they're just like a classic style of beer. There's not you can't really throw too many adjuncts into a, a pilsner or a lager. But the lagering process, it's a difficult beer to brew. Respect the process. Yeah, yeah. definitely. It's it takes a long time. You need to put some love into that beer. And it's just, I I just don't think that it gets the respect. I don't, I don't think a lot of people put the respect on its name. Yeah, no, I I definitely agree. It's a a finesse product for sure. Yeah. And what is this, uh, IBA trials that, uh, I'd be remiss as the hazy boy (laughs) (laughs) to not talk about these IPA trials I saw in the email here. I'm very curious. Um, I mean, yeah. So what we were were talking about, what rookie card, I think. Um, Yeah. Yeah. uh, Specifically like uh, rookie card. And then um, a collaborative beer we did with um, Craig Loglin, our our local hockey star of the Washington Capitals. Um, He uh, helped us kind of formulate an idea for locker 18 which was a beer we did in collaboration with him for his um, family charity um, and, and like a handful of other products that we've been releasing over the last few years um, have been part of our IPA trial program where we're trying to figure out like what, what hop combinations do consumers actually like and like what do they really prefer as a mass produce consumable um, and what way can we present that to them in a format to like get it into a grocery store or a box chain or some kind of place that like makes the brand successful for what the brand is known for in our case, you know, dippas and hazy beers and stuff, but is also, um, true to what consumers that don't have any idea what the fuck those things are. So um, what, a what, a what, what three are your, do you think is the, the combo that, consumers are looking for 
um, as far as hot, hot profiles. Yeah. Though, um, I think 100% Citra is in that category. Right. Uh, yeah. I think Mosaic is a uh, number two, but I don't think a lot of people really know what Mosaic does. They just know the name and they have an idea of what Mosaic does. And then the, the throw out or the, the toss up might be of, of any of the following ones. Um, uh, whether that's Centennial, Simcoe, um, or something slightly sexier than those two, which I think is just a broad way of sweeping in all the other cheaper end hops that are available out there. Like, um, not necessarily any more Sabro, but at a point Sabro was Triumph. Um, shit. Uh, Vic Secret now is kind of cheaper. Vic than Secret it used is, to be. Yeah. is the hotness right now. Yeah. yeah. Everybody's putting Vic Secret in It's their, a, in their it's IPA. a poor man's galaxy, really. Um, yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, Galaxy's my bougie favorite right there. <laughs> so I was, when, when you said the hop trio, I was like, oh, Citra Galaxy Mosaic. Those are the three. It's yeah. like the, the Holy Triumvirum. That's the rush of, uh, that's <laughs> the rush of hops. Everyone could afford Galaxy all yeah, the time. Yeah. Galaxy's but, my yeah. Neil Peart. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Peart. That's, Peart. How you, that's how you say it. <laughs> R.I.P. Dog. R.I.P. Cheers, brother. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, 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 I guess like when I'm when I'm thinking of hops, it's Citra as the obvious one. Everyone uses Citra. Um, Citra, Mosaic, Galaxy, uh, Simcoe. I some, and you get a lot of those PNW ones that really come out like yeah, Chinook yep. and all them. Yeah, Chinook. Mm-hmm. Cascade. Amarillo. Amarillo. <laughs> uh, Amarillo. You want to you want to roll those two L's? Yeah, there? that's how I order. Can I have a margarita? There you go. <laughs> Enchilada. Um, yeah, I, I, I get that. Like as yeah. far as like. Yeah, the, the, those hot profiles for sure. Have you been finding uh, popularity with um, like single hop variation IPAs? I, I keep here. I keep searching them out myself because I enjoy the single hop variations. We we mm-hmm. went we fell into a a single hop hole. Yeah. Of, uh, you know, we we we. Started I went deep out with, down that rabbit hole. I woke yeah. up in an opium den with like a bunch of single hop <laughs> citra cans around my body, just being like, "What happened?" We we the got, old K hole. Yeah, we. <laughs> We got introduced to uh, like a single hop variation uh, from Tonewood. Yeah, and in Jersey. Yeah. We've gone with like Warwick Farms single hop. Yeah, uh, we've been uh, Locust Lane up here did a uh, a great sing uh, Simcoe single hop. Yeah, that was delicious. Nice. Um, have you guys been venturing into any or thought about venturing into any single hop varieties? Yeah, so we did um, a whole bunch of single hop stuff. Oh, fuck man like two or three years ago maybe longer than that and we called it the party of one That's and awesome. um we got we got through like four or five different variants in the consumers we i don't know if we were just like ahead of it a little too early uh just before didn't your time take to it yeah they didn't take to it and we kind of like put it to bed we've I'm, i mean since then we've done a couple beers that are our single variant but they're like sexy hops so um, people, Galaxy. people are all about it. Like, so bringing sexy back is all mosaic. Yeah. It has yeah. been always all mosaic at one time, a small town in Ontario was 100% Simcoe, but we've since kind of flattened that out to two or three different things to keep it a little bit more dynamic. The single, <laughs> the, our- the single Simcoe is just, it, I feel like it's a great hop to have a single, single hop IPA, but I feel mm-hmm. like the average, like 
IPA consumer. It's not bitter enough. They it's don't, a little more they don't get the, yeah, they don't get the, the Simcoe flavor. Yeah. I, I mean, it's a, it's a weird flavor that can range from cat piss through pine trees. So it's kind of, yeah. it's kind of dynamic in its own way. Right. Yeah. Um, I was going to say we, uh, the very issue we have is very like a sugary, almost like earthy tone. Sugar to town. It. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. it's called Sugar Town for the uh, location, yeah. but it did have like an earthiness to it. Yeah. But it had a pine kind of finish to it, though, definitely. Yeah. All right. Um, well, I think we should get out of this before. Uh, before we go on another tangent. And before <laughs> Kai pisses his pants. And oh, we're all man, in I gotta, I gotta piss so bad. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, um, Kai, we appreciate you coming yeah, on. Yeah, thanks man. a lot. This was a uh, dream yeah, come no, true for pleasure. me as an Aslan fan. Dream come true. Ah, that's so nice. <laughs> Such a turd. Uh, <laughs> I don't care. I'll say it. This is awesome. <laughs> yeah, don't own it, Dan. Own I'm gonna it. own it, man. Own it. Um, all right. So, um, yeah, guys, remember uh, subscribe, rate, review. We went through this before. Subscribe, blah, blah, blah. rate, give us five stars. Reviews. You know, good, bad. We don't care. Give us a review. Dan, take it away. <laughs> All right. So if you like what you heard, um, you want to follow us, keep uh, up to date on episode drops and everything. Um, follow us on social media. Instagram and Facebook are at Best Best Friends Pod. That's at Best Best Friends P-O-D. I'm opening up the pit over here. Don't yeah, worry, yeah. guy. Um <laughs> We have to hit them all. It's a rule. If we don't, we get, we lose a star. Yeah. If we lose a star, if it happens, um, email us. Um, if you want us to slide into your inbox and somebody just, somebody who's a friend of yours just happens to give us your email. And I just kind of reach out and go, I'm a really big fan. And yeah. Sometimes, sometimes we just have to DM it to your inbox. Oh, okay. Okay. There you go. Um, or if you have ideas for beers that we should feature, um, give us an email. It's best, best friends pod. That's at best, best friends. P O D. I think I can fly. Yep. At gmail.com. Yep. And you can follow us on untapped at best, best friends pod. That's at best, best friends P O D. In there. Yeah, I got one more to go and I, I, I don't know how to fit it in. It's okay. I don't know how to fit it in. You can follow uh you can follow Aslan Beer at uh Best Best Friends Pod. That's at Best Best Friends P O D. All right, I'm good. <laughs> no, uh for you can you can follow uh Aslan Beer on Instagram. Uh it's Aslan Beer C O. That's A S L I N B E E B E. B E E R C O. I can spell, Christ, Tom. I do spelling. <laughs> um, <laughs> is there anything else you want to plug, Kai? Oh, I think I did a pretty good job. <laughs> I think you did a pretty good job. <laughs> uh, shout out to my wife's boobs. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was like, uh, do we all plug that? <laughs> I can't. I the one the first episode. It's like the one episode our camera didn't work. I know. And we weren't <laughs> recording the whole episode and that happens. And it's just where we get that awkward text after the show and go, Hey, um, just by the way, I, I really need you guys to erase that. Right <laughs> <now."> <laughs> it's all going to, you know, it's just, I should record. It, it's all gone. So she doesn't have anything to be ashamed about. It's all just burned into our memory. Um, it wasn't fast enough with the control print screen. <laughs> <laughs> I, we, I think we're all in a, a bit of shock. Um, anyway, um, Kai, 
Yeah, thanks for taking the time to, yeah, to talk lot, to man. us. It was super yeah, educational. Um, your wealth of knowledge. Um, thanks for the the putting out the great beer that you continue to put out. Uh, Dan. Well, I guess I wouldn't be uh, I wouldn't be ending this podcast without promoting my band. Grayson, um, listen to our full catalog, Young Professionals. Uh, we just had a new album come out, uh, Monster. Uh, follow us on Instagram. It's at Grayson underscore PA. Facebook is at Grayson PA. If you're into skate punk, you're into fast, fun, slightly angry music, check us out. And if you, uh, no, I'm not going to play it. <laughs> I'm not yeah. going to play it with the guy on. <laughs> no, <it's okay. laughs> uh, we're not. Uh, it's, it's too offensive. Um, we're, we're getting away from it. We're skewing away from that. All right. Um, let's let him piss. Come on. <laughs> Dan, is Kai, is Kai a new friend? I think Kai's a new friend of the podcast. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I think so. Okay. Yeah. All right. Kai, we're welcoming you into the friend circle. You can expect your welcome package in seven to 10 business months. Whoa. All right. Nice. Um, Thank you. It's going to be a picture of my tits and a, an, yes. an, an, an edible arrangement of my tits. Fantastic. <laughs> Shaped like Dan's tits. All right, boys. Uh, I, Dan. I love you. Always have. <laughs> Always making me blush. <laughs> Guys, and just remember, uh, you know, it's not it's not goodbye forever. It's just I have to get my last uh POD deep cut in. <laughs> All right, everybody. Remember. Always remember. And it's really close to Kai, so he needs to remember too. Uh the Clinton family is responsible for Jeff- Jeffrey Epstein's death. Jesus Christ, it got real quiet after that. Yep. <laughs> He's like, I'm in, I'm close to DC, man. Shut up. Yeah. The Clintons are right around the corner. Um, <laughs> all right. Episode 37, Best Best Friends Pod. We out. See you. Friends pod hosted by Dan and Tom. Best best friends pod hosted by Dan and Tom. Best best friends pod hosted by Dan and Tom. Best best friends pod hosted by Dan and Tom. This podcast is hosted by two bros. By two bros. So crack a beer and laugh at some videos. Videos. Superhuman jump through barbed wire bricks. Fuck this shit. Clang out with little lunchbox. Become a cluggalet. A cluggalet. Sometimes I'm a stouty boy, sometimes lazy. And this podcast is both. So it's all for me. Best best friends pod hosted by Dan and Tom. Cindy Crawford's a fan. How could you go wrong? So many pods up there were influenced for me. Epstein is still alive and listens to best best friends.